my proof right there. So uh, let's begin. And why? what would we begin, you might be asking? Why, of course, the Enemy Slime podcast. This is episode number 229. And we are going to throw you uh, a complete curveball today because we are not going to talk about games. Um, none of them. Not Kingdom Hearts. Not uh, what's another game? Uh, Pong. Uh, Anthem. Toe Jam and Earl. Anthem. Toe Jam and Earl. That's not out. We can't talk about that. <laughs> that seems to not <laughs> ever Anthem. be coming out. Anthem, yeah, Anthem, the PS4 bricker. We're going to leave that one uh, out, too. Uh, Left Alive. Which one? Left Alive. I don't even... What is Left Alive? No, no, the, no, 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 no. It's a game that we're not no, going no, to talk no, about. No, 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 Damn, Jared, you fell for it right off the bat. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Hey, so uh, I let me first introduce our players here. I have Mr. Michael Mahoney. Hey, everybody. Coming at you in mono. Uh, actually, you, you really are on our end. You, I think you only come in our right ear. I have uh, Mr. Holy. J. Joseph Jr. Yeah, I'm here. I got Mr. Lucio Lorenzino. Using the latest technology of the 1950s. Yeah, more or less. And special surprise, you already heard his scintillating, sultry voice. It's been a while, but Mr. Doug Wilson is here. I'm back! In Pog, I can't, I can't not make that joke, and I wish that I. It's the stupidest shit, but I just can't help myself. Uh, so I guess I'm gonna kind of let Michael take lead tonight because he is. So, uh, and I don't even know, Michael. You tell me if I start stepping on your toes here, and there's something that you wanted to say. Um, Go nuts, buddy. So uh, we are going to switch gears this week, do something a little different, and that is we are going to play a role-playing game. Uh, A lot of people ask me when they hear I have a podcast, they say, oh, what's your podcast about? And I say, video games. And they go, oh. And uh, and that's kind of the end of the conversation. And I decided what I would do is I would help curb that by instead uh, making the podcast about role-playing, which people are much more amenable to and Something the common man identifies with. It's very socially acceptable. Uh, so yeah, we're not nerds. Yeah. I'm you know, in, like video games. I'm anticipating a really uh, reasonable and powerful response to this. Uh, and I think, I think people are really going to enjoy it. So uh, anyway, Michael is going to, as I think, I don't know if anybody wants to fight on this one, but I think Michael is probably the person amongst us who has the most experience with this type of thing. And so uh, he is going to be our game master. And by the way, guys, please tell me if I get any of the uh, language or terminology incorrect as we go here. So, Michael, you are the game master. Is that right? Well, technically, yes, I am the game master. All right. Perfect. That's what I like. Are you already in character? Are we in characters? I don't even know. <laughs> not okay. yet. Not yet. All right. Well, I'm, should I just turn it over to you? Do you want to just take over? Uh, Sure. Sure. Okay. All, All right, right, everyone. Um, so, by the way, I like to say that I also have a lot of experience. So, yeah, and yeah, I'm pretty right. sure Jay, uh, for what I saw, he's taking this very seriously too. So. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean to imply that Michael was the best of us at at anything. Um, no, he's not at anything. I run a D and D game for every weekend for the last 37 years, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot. All right, well, Michael. Uh, All right, very good, very good. The floor is yours. Take us away to your land of enchantment, and we'll try our best to follow along. All right, so um, I, I suppose just getting started, maybe just a little bit of introduction to what we're doing here. 
Um, we're going to be playing Tiny Dungeon from Gallant Knight Games. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's a very rules-light system, uh, especially because we have a couple people here who don't have a lot of experience, as Jared really emphasized when he made us all feel bad about ourselves. Um, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> yeah, man. he's a bastard. <laughs> so... Um, we're basically going to be doing a tabletop RPG uh, over Skype. Um, we're using Roll Twenty to do some of the some of the nuts and bolts of you know identifying where pieces are and maps. But for the most part, it's going to be you know traditional theater of the mind stuff. Um, and I think that's pretty much it. I you know, we're we're doing this first one kind of blind, going to try it out and see how it goes. And um, I think if we're going to want to do more of these, we'll need to figure out a few more things. But this is kind of just the initial run, so if uh, if you like this, tell us. If you don't like it, let us know. Um, if you didn't hear it, you're probably everyone, so... I do want to go back and, and emphasize that, though, which is uh, if this is a format change that people enjoy, uh, it'd be great for us to know that. And simultaneously, if it's something that everybody uh, really, really hates, that would still be good for us to know, even if it is, uh, you know, kind of hurtful as well. Yeah. No, quite candidly, we would welcome the feedback. Um, hopefully, this is something people enjoy listening to. So, why don't we uh, go ahead and get started? So, a Tiny Dungeon takes place in basically a very open-ended fantasy world. For tonight's game, we're going to just get right into it. Uh, no real introduction, but I thought to start, maybe if everybody would like to take a minute and just tell us a little bit about your characters. Who are you? What order do you want to go in? Uh, let's see. We got the bear first. Let's go with Jared. All right. Uh, hello, everyone. Um, I'm not speaking in character yet, but I will when we begin play. Uh, I will be playing the role of Mash, a beloved uh, brown carhu, which is a species of bear that hails from a place I didn't read about in the thing. Um, carhu is a uh, a man of man. Uh, he's a bear man of. <laughs> humble origins uh he comes from the the streets of uh, his family uh begged and borrowed and stealed for for money <laughs> and um isn't that he, what uh, you usually do when you beg and borrow and steal yeah well that was mostly he mostly wanted money but also honey as a bear uh, <laughs> you know whatever he could get uh, we'll Mash, ride unicycle for honey. Yeah, Mash learned early on about the unfairness of life and the uh, and the hard ways of the the world, and uh, he's he's thickened into a uh, you know he he has a rough exterior, but he has a soft heart, uh, and and you know those who those who meet him find him difficult to uh, to get to know, and 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 but but after knowing him for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> they find him to be a very good friend so that's mash uh, kill that intro that just kept going yeah <laughs> i didn't know how much you wanted me to say what else is there to say about mash that's it well, clearly that's it. nothing now let's move on to who's next <laughs> everything has been said about mash yeah, yeah, yeah all right so why don't we go on mash. to uh lucio so my character is nix rivera uh goblin doctor and total inona conman was that? Is that all we were supposed to do? <laughs> yep. Oh. Very good, Lucio. Extra point for you. All right. Thank you. All right, Jay. Why don't you introduce us to your character? All right, my character is a uh, Kim Jelly. He comes from a humble village in the mountains. 
where his family uh, were jewelers. And one day a warlord attacked his, his, uh, his village or whatever, and Kim Jolly went out on a killing rampage as some sort of fey ronin guy. All right, wrap it up, Jesus. <laughs> so for those of you at home, in the tiny dungeon world, the fey are pretty much elves. Yeah. Not to diminish Kim Jelly's background, but... I'm going to try and look at a picture of one, uh, just so I can really grasp it. Yep, there, that's an elf. If I ever... You didn't right. a picture of an elf? I mean, he's pretty fey. <laughs> he's sort of elfy. He's not like a... He's not like a um, uh, he's not like a Keebler elf. He's like a... He's not like a Christmas leg, elf. He's a Legolas. Yeah. All right. And last, Doug, how about your character? All right. Balsa Basswood's the name, and cabinet making's my game. If you got a cabinet that you need making, I'll make it. That's it. <laughs> so is... Um, Are there any other... He's a tree folk, by the way. He's a tree yeah, folk. He... Yeah, I'm a tree. Didn't you get that? My name is Balsa Basswood. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Doug is a gigantic tree man. Yeah, I mean, that's not that far off from the real Doug, so... So it's making old cabinets like, um, murder? It's an no. odd, it's an odd profession for a man who is made of wood. <laughs> it's, it's not murder if you kill lesser trees. <laughs> I, I see, I see. So there are, yeah. so saying, is there are certain trees who are more suitable for cabinet making. Do you feel bad when you kill ants? What he's saying is that we all trees on. are equal, but some trees are more equal than others. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure that this will be revealed during gameplay, but I'm particularly tickled that Doug's tree man is, mostly has uh, what what seems to be kind of an agility build. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> uh, you, you know, as the trees are, you know, if you think back to the Ents in Lord of the Rings and remember how quickly they would move around. Oh, yeah. Uh, they'd leap into action with the rapiers. Yeah, they, they would be jumping <laughs> and all over the place, doing flips off walls and whatnot. With you their... ever seen a tree in a tornado? They move pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> all right. More or less. So, all right. So that is our adventuring party. So for the sake of today's game, we're going to assume that everybody already knows each other. You're already part of an adventuring band, and you're out wandering around looking for adventure. Sound all right? Yeah. Yep. All right. So, let's begin. So, you are out walking along a forest path when you happen to spy upon what appears to be a camp off in a clearing. Looks like kind of a makeshift camp. You see tents of different colors, a few wagons pulled up. For a, for a, a desolate forest path, seems kind of irregular. You think you might check it out? I choose to move past the camp. <laughs> oh, very good. All right, that is the end of the adventure. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, Mash would like to go to the camp. Okay. So well, I figure, in? you know, there's uh, money to be made selling my medical services, so I'm all for it. Yeah. All right. So as the group gets closer to the camp, it looks like there's actually a little bit of uh, liveliness going on. There are people wandering around, and there are a couple of merchants who have set up shop, clawing their trades. There's even a dwarf selling ale. Um, it doesn't really uh, look like anything. They don't seem to be gathered around anything in particular, but it looks almost like a little town has sprung up in this uh, in this encampment. So as you're walking into town, a rather big guy with a ruddy face and a kind of goofy-looking bull cut 
walks up to you. He's got three or four cronies with him. Looks like he might maybe a knight. He's got a little bit of chainmail. He's got a sword at his side. Struts up to you. Oh, good. More monsters. Excuse me? Oh, and vermin, too. Oh, that's great. Mash, not monster. Hey. Mash is bear. Uh, would you would you like to buy a potion for that haircut that you have? <laughs> uh, the man scowls at you, kind of struts or not struts, like puffs at his chest. So, what is it that you want here? I move between the uh, the tree and the bear. <laughs> Listen here, we ain't got no more need for anyone to come in here and investigate these ruins. I got this. <laughs> Uh, you hear me? Mash want to know your name. He looks at you suspiciously. Well, I'm I'm Olog Pipst of the House Holzer. Uh, Mash want to know what a House Holzer is. Do we know? Do we know what it is? Wait, I think Balsa Basswood knows what that is. Ooh, Mash oh. want to ask Balsa Basswood. <laughs> For uh, using using Balsa Basswood's uh, educated uh, trait, Mash would like to roll. Uh, Balsa would like to roll. All right, so we are going to do a skill check, or not exactly a skill check, because there are no skills in uh, Tiny Dungeon. But Doug, you're going to roll. Uh, let's see, you gain advantage, so three d six. So the way you'll do that will be. Do you see the chat window in the I've bottom right hand it. corner? I've got it ready oh. to go. Okay. Do I do it? All right. Yep, go ahead and roll 3d6. It says I did it, but Doug did it. Okay. All right, so in the case of Tiny Dungeon, in order to score a success, you have to hit a 5 or a 6 on any one of those rolls, which you did not. Okay, well, I have a reply, even though I didn't win. Okay. <laughs> and I say, Balsa Basswood says, House Hulsa are a bunch of assholes. Mash <laughs> uh, uh, high fives Balsa Basswood. <laughs> Let's fuck shit I up. Da- I dab at the uh, at the guy. <laughs> uh, the uh, the man, although he looks like he's the the martial sort, sizes up the gigantic tree man who just scored a sick burn on his uh, on his lord's house. Kind of nods his head in resignation and says, "Fine, do whatever you're gonna do. Just stay out of my way." And he wanders off with his cronies. Oh, yeah, cronies. That would could be bad. Yeah. He's got like four <laughs> guys with him. I want to find the man in charge of this camp. So looking around, you don't really see is that there's anyone in charge, but uh, people do seem to be gathering around the, uh, the, the wagon with the ale. And there's a dwarf selling his stock. And looks like he's a pretty popular guy. Do I see anybody that looks sickly? Mm, no more so than in a medieval time you would expect to see. Did our drunken mm. master already wander over to the ale encampment? Yeah, Kim Je- Kim Jelly has long since lost interest in this conversation and gone to the ale dwarf. All right. All right. Well, the ale dwarf is more than happy for the custom, and he pours you a fresh, fresh mug of stout, and he's more than happy to accept your silver. Kim Jelly stands, uh, downs the stout. Anyone is another. All right. And he pours you another. Does he need to roll for that? To drink a beer? 
Yeah. No, he also needs to to drink a beer. Okay. <laughs> no, Depends how drunk he gets, I guess. <laughs> I think he's probably got a handle on it for now. Okay. Mash is coming over uh, because he is also interested in this, but he doesn't want to drink. Mash abstains from alcohol. Right. Uh, well, I'm, I'm looking around uh, the place to see if there's anybody that might look like they know something and is a bit friendly. So, uh, in, in, in Kim Jelly's uh, increasingly drunken state, he loudly wonders what the deal is with this day camp that sprung up in the middle of nowhere. Well, the dwarf looks at you and says, Why, sir, you're not here to, to explore the runes, to rescue the Duke's daughter? Mash what the fuck know, is a duke? Uh, more about the duke and his daughter. What? You didn't hear? Also, okay. Bassett says no. We didn't hear. Please tell us more. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the daughter of Baron Alberg Holzer, Lady Sosa, she's been kidnapped by some sort of horrible beast, and they think that he's holding her in the ruins. And he points over a, he- a hill. The ones over there. Oh, I heard the Holzers were assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Mash wants yeah. to people, know more. People have been saying that, yes. Mash wants to know more about House Hol- Holsters. Uh, Duke Holster is the, the lord of these lands. Is, you know, he, his house is that way. He points off in the other direction. Does it look big? Mm. Uh, that's too far away to see. Can anybody roll to see it? Do they have money? <laughs> kind of. I, I, I suspect he has a little coin. Yes, he is the Duke after all. I mean, that's a win or anything. Maybe he just sucks at administrating. What is our... Oh, enough of you, little just, green are man. Are we just, like, shysters? We're just like... <laughs> <laughs> we kind of are. We're just a bunch of, like, smart asses running around. World. Are we just, like, the protection for Lucio, who goes around and cons people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. I like this that backstory. Very, Boss of very well could be. Asks, Can he, is there a spot to sell cabinets? <laughs> <laughs> Kim Jelly uh, clears his throat and he says he doesn't care much for coin or the bathroom of these idiots that he's joined. Well, he just listen, wants to know if there's Kim, a full if, wine cellar. Listen, Kim, if we come and we get money from the dog, you can trade the money for a lot of alcohol. Oh, Mash wants to know if reward. Well, I could just get Duke the alcohol. Water. Well, you have to pay for the alcohol with money. But if I save the Duke's daughter and he has alcohol, he can give us alcohol. Mash feel I like mean, we're definitely headed towards a scenario where we save the Duke's daughter. Kim wants to have a side or uh, Balsa Basswood wants to have a side conversation with Kim about selling him a liquor cabinet. <laughs> that's that's Kim, Kim Kim Jelly accepts this side conversation. That's using your new I would like to know more. Roll to see if you sell him the <laughs> So please explain to us the features of the cabinet. <laughs> Well, it's a it's a shaker style cabinet. It's got a lovely white veneer, and uh, it can hold unlimited portions of liquor. That sounds you like spoke a mighty the magic words right there. That sounds like a, like a mighty, uh, mighty powerful magical artifact, my friend. It is, but it can only hold liquor. I know, but how much does it cost for such magic? Half a billion. <laughs> Mage coins. All right, so at this point, you've been standing in front of the ale cellar for quite a while. He would like you to move on. He's, all right, all right, I think you've had enough now. Why don't you, uh, why don't you go see some of the other shopkeeps? Um, but, but before we move on, uh, a little bit, man, 
I want to know if you would mind filling up this skin flask of mine. I don't need no water. I just need more ale. Well, all right. You're a paying customer. He turns around. He fills up your, your skin and hands it back to you. Uh, Mash would like to fill his skin, but with water. And because of the laws and regulations of this area, I'm pretty sure you have to fill it up. <laughs> when you live in like a desert state, they say you're supposed to, that you have to give them water. Uh, so you're not in a desert, you're in a forest. Well, may Mash have water. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry there, boy, I'm afraid I've only got Alia. Well, Mash is also peaceful, so he, he chooses to leave. Let's go find someone else. All right. So you step away from the ale cellar. Among the tents, it looks like mostly they're being used just as makeshift residence for the or residences for the uh, for those who might potentially try to take the runes. Um, you do see a merchant who's selling a variety of wares. Uh, there's also let's see a baker who's got a little you know oven set up. Uh, also, a couple of whores. Looks like they're plying their trade here with anyone who happens to, you know, Boss be looking for a good would time. Would like to go to the whores. Did <laughs> <laughs> you see how fast he snapped up when you said that? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if um, if Balsa Basswood has some wood for these whores. I think he might. Balsa Basswood <laughs> uses his ta- his trait, fleet of foot, to rush towards those whores. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the, uh, the the whores see a gigantic tree man charging at them, <laughs> immediately start shrieking, and run away. Oh, dear. Uh, Mash will go to the baker. Okay. He gives you a nod, sir. Uh, Mash would like to know more about the Duke's daughter, but also about what is available for purchase uh, that is baked. Well, I don't know much about the Duke's daughter, but I do have some bread and some cinnamon rolls. And, uh, you know, if you'd give me a minute, I could probably whip you up some breadsticks. Mash wants to know how much a cinnamon roll is. <laughs> oh, I'd say five copper. Uh, Mash will give one gold for one cinnamon roll. Also, Basswood yells at Mash, hey, ask them if they have cronuts. <laughs> The, uh, the baker looks at your, your gold piece and says, Boy, you can have two cinnamon rolls for that. All right, Mash will take two cinnamon rolls for one gold. All right, he, he gladly makes the exchange. I just don't know what the copper conversion is, and I don't feel like trying to get into that, so I'm just going to spend one of my gold, please. All right, I no go to the, to the merchant. Oh, let me add these to my inventory. Hang on, two cinnamon okay. rolls. All right. So as you approach the merchant, he extends his arms and says, Welcome, my friend. What can I do for you today? Hey, what do you have? What are you selling? Well, I've got a variety of wares here. A little bit of this, a little bit of that, a few things that might uh, aid a adventurer who's looking to delve into the dungeon's depths. Any healing potions or scrolls? As it should happen, I happen to have a few of each. So he uh, he takes out a lockbox from behind his uh, his trunk and opens it up. And he's got a couple of little tinctures filled with a dark red liquid. Um, Can I throw to see if they're genuine? Yes. All right. Uh, we'll say do that at uh, no advantage. So two, two, two d six. Roll two d six. Twelve. Wow. So you got two sixes. So in that case, yes, you succeed. They do appear to be legitimate. 
Excellent. How much for per potion? Oh, why don't we call it a gold each? Mm, all right. Let me get five of those. I'm afraid I only have three. Okay, then let me get three of those. All right. Three it is. Me. All right. Uh, so a lot of uh, adventurers coming through the re- through the area. How's business been? Well, I've been doing pretty good business on the way in, although most of the men who go in, I never see again. So not so much on the way out. Anybody that popped out that you saw? Not yet. Not yet? Anybody Not yet. that uh, looked particularly impressive? Mm, you know, I'm a, I'm a shopkeep by trade. One warrior looks pretty similar to the next to me. Oh, come on. I know you've seen your share of warriors in the past. You look like a worldly man to me. Well, so far the toughest looking lot of the, or no, one of the bunch is probably that guy over there. And he points and happens to be pointing at the, uh, at the brutish fellow you ran into on the way in. Ah, all right. Thank you, sir. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Did you want to see the scroll as well? Oh, sure. What scrolls right. do you have? So he reaches back into the chest and he produces a scroll in a case and he hands it over to you and, it looks like it's a uh, a scroll when red will uh, heal everyone in the party some number of hit points. Interesting. How much is this scroll? Oh, that I could probably let go for three gold. Oh, come on. I just bought three gold worth of potions. You can give me a deal. <laughs> I suppose I could. How about two? All right. That's a, sounds like a deal. So, so tell me, are you thinking you might enter into the runes yourself? Uh, I'm thinking about it. There seems to be uh, plenty of opportunity for uh, an enterprising goblin to make some coin. Well, then this might be of particular interest to you. And he reaches back under his table and he produces an about a foot tall elven statue. And you see, this is something that was actually found here around the runes. And he uh, he hands it out to you to take a look at. And it looks like it's got a uh, a gear mechanism. Mounted to the bottom. Also, Basswood wants to know what the statue's made of. There's stone. Thing. Where did you get this? Hmm? Uh, one of the boys found it around the runes, brought it back to me, and I figured, oh, that's a nice buy. I'll snatch that up. Mm. Mash will buy that because it seems like a quest item. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you. I don't want to keep spending all my gold. <laughs> ah, very good, very good. Now, see, this is a one-of-a-kind item, so I don't see that I could let it go for any less than eight gold. Mash will give you seven gold. All right, seven gold it is. Excellent. Since you're a friend of my good patron here. Mash only ah, thank you, sir. Left. So what is I could it? tell you were a good fellow as soon as I saw you. Was it a crank? Well, it's, it's, a, a, it's an elven, elven statue spec- with a gear on the bottom. Oh, elven statue with gear. Nice. <laughs> My inventory is looking pretty good. <laughs> uh, Mash would like to uh, go talk to that mean guy who was there when we first came in. Okay. <laughs> you stroll back over to Olog, and he looks you up and down. What do you want? Mash came to tell you that Mash is going to go into the ruins and find the Duke's daughter, and there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, Olog and his friends start laughing. Oh, this will be good. All right, Bear, why don't you go in there? You can you can warm it up for us. 
Mash wants to know if you have any tips about <laughs> how best to proceed. Any tips? Hmm? No, I ain't got no tips. Get out of here, freak. Mash has a tip for you. Mash is done dilly dallying, so. Kim Jelly lays in the nice lush green grass staring up at the clouds. And he starts to rant in his drunken state, loudly wondering if they should set up camp just in case this takes a while. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Balsa Basswood says, I have some wonderful teak wood that'll burn real nice. <laughs> uh, can we set up camp? Let's do that. Let's set up Absolutely. camp. Absolutely. Okay. Right. You, find, you find some clear space and you set up a nice little camp. You get a fire going. You put up your tents and it's rather cozy. Very homey. Mash wants to toast one of his cinnamon rolls on the fire. Absolutely. Mash can totally do that. Excellent. Uh, how many dice do I roll? Um, <laughs> he needs to roll for if it gets burned or not. Yeah, with your big monster bear paws, let's say you are at a, a disadvantage. That's one dice. All right. Uh, oh, six. That's a heavy oh. critical. Oh, man. So you, you toast up that fire. <laughs> you toast up that roll nice. It is crispy on the outside and still soft on the inside. And, oh, man. and the, the cream cheese icing gets nice and bubbly, but it doesn't burn. It's... Well, top notch. While everybody is doing all that, I'm on, I've put a sign outside that says "Free Doctor, One Gold." Good <laughs> idea. Uh, Mash splits his cinnamon a lot of roll. Uh, Mash splits his cinnamon roll into three and gives it to his three friends, uh, abstaining. Um, but that's how he—that's just how he is. He's a kind heart. Also, Basswood goes back to the camp and gives his cinnamon roll to one of the whores. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not such a bad tree monster after he all. Yeah. However much gold it takes to spend the night with one of them, and then he comes back to camp. Oh, a tree monster is extra. That'll be three gold. He pays it gladly. <laughs> I go to see the whore that uh, Balsa Basswood went to see, and I ask her if she needs medical attention. <laughs> she probably does now. She does. <laughs> She's gonna need some help. You might want to check on her. Okay, it will be uh, two gold. <laughs> uh, she de- she declined, saying that's that's far too much for for services like that. I mean, it looks like you're like broken in half. <laughs> you might yes. want to pay it. I've been worse. <laughs> Have you though? Have you really? I can see your spine. <laughs> uh, so while you're while you're conducting this exchange, a uh, rather small, diminutive man, dressed rather pristinely, however, uh, approaches you and says, "Excuse me, excuse me. Are you looking to uh, venture into the ruins by chance?" Well, yeah, but first I'm trying to see if I can convince this woman to let me give her medical attention. Uh, she has passed away. Yeah, I, I thought that when I could see her heart through the hole wasn't good. Part of anyway, it. Anyway, what can I do for you, sir? Back. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I'll raise that back up. <laughs> what can I do for you, sir? 
Well, allow me to introduce myself. I am Jota Ben, a lecturer at the University of Televera, and I am here in these faraway lands uh, researching on the uh, history of the local elven people. So you see the, the ruins over yonder there in Umari Temple, and uh, I'm looking for maybe someone who might let me join along as they venture inside so that I can find out more about the, the residents of, of this land. Also, Basswood doesn't trust this fuck. I use my insightful trait to see if he's being truthful. Okay. Uh, let's see. So I think that's an advantage rule. Mm-hmm. So it looks like. All right. So yeah, give me a 3d6. Here I go. I mean, here Doug goes. There he went. Oh. Huh. You succeeded. So, yes, he seems like he's being sincere. Fine. <laughs> I, I whispered to the party, yeah. look. If he is good, then he might have gold. And if he's an asshole, we just kill him in the ruins and say it was an accident. And we take his stuff. Oh, wait, we're bringing him with us? Of course. Are you, are you saying this outside of the hearing of Jota? Or you... <laughs> no, no, no. We're, we're howling like... Okay, okay. Uh, Mash wants, wants to know uh, if Jota has any dietary like requirements or if he's just... <laughs> Gonna be a burden. Yeah, is he gonna be a problem? Like, it, absolutely. He's he not gluten free, but... is he? <laughs> Jared's only got cinnamon roll. <laughs> Mash only has cinnamon Does? roll. We only have a cinnamon roll, and there's only one. Dietary restriction. Oh no, no, no. I'm, I'm fine to eat whatever. And in fact, you know, uh, as one of the eminent scholars of the Umari people, my uh, my knowledge of ancient races might prove helpful to you as you explore. Uh, Kim Jolly wants to know what he means by you people. Hmm? Did he say you people? Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah, he's oh. really didn't think about that one, did he? I think he also <laughs> presumed my gender. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, just is your 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 party your uh, your fellowship here? I I would hope that I'd be able to provide some assistance in exchange for being allowed to come along on your on your expedition. Mash votes to bring the strange man. I agree. Uh, uh, Kim Jelly leans into the elf statue and says, Sister, do you think bringing him along is a good idea? Uh, Captain, can you stop being drunk for one second? Statue is going to have to think about that. Boss of Basswood well, begrudgingly says yes. <laughs> oh, very good, very good. You will not regret it, I promise. <laughs> Yeah, that's what immediately regrets it. Oh, is there a source of water in the town? Um, yeah, we'll say there's a there's a natural spring or a eh, maybe a creek that's running nearby where you can draw water from. Uh, Mash yeah. takes everyone's I, water wanna... skins and fills them to save time. Thank oh. you, Balsam. Except for mine, which has tons of ale in it already. Yeah, sorry. Mash tries to fill Kim Jellies, but finds it already full and just waters down his alcohol a tiny bit. <laughs> Very good. Nice. Look at how much water we have. Uh, Mash would like to know when the party would like to leave for the ruins. I'm ready. Right now? Not e you don't even want to sleep? I mean, I guess we don't need dealing to. with everyone's rest at, already? Everyone's at Middle of the day. Trees don't need to sleep. Yeah, this is all fair. All right, Mash is ready. Let's go. <laughs> Boss of Bass go. sprints ahead. <laughs> As he would. All right. So, you're going to head to the ruins? Yes. Yep. All right. So you start out in the way of the of the the hill where it was indicated that the ruins rest. 
On the way there, Joda takes this as an opportunity to give you a little background on the Umari Elves. So they were an elven people who lived in this area millennia prior and were, were renowned as Alfitomancers, meaning they made divinations of the future from barley cakes and bread. Yeah, that sounds like somebody Mash would like. Yeah, Mash, Mash <laughs> likes barley cakes and bread. Uh, Mash is ready to hear about whatever else you have to say. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much it, but... As you're walking over there, you enter into... So if they can see the future, on, why on, are they all on. dead? <laughs> Magic man. I'm wondering if you can tell me probably the same thing that appears in ale. Jota looks at you. Are, you. are you referring to me? Yes. Yeah, you're the magic man. Uh, I'm no magician, I fear. Look, why do you wear those robes? Oh, I'm a scholar. Boss of Basswood That's says, what I answer said, the oh, question, magic, magic bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yes, barley. barley can be used in ale. I think it's used in ale quite often. He's clearly uncomfortable. So if this uh, house were so smart, why are they all dead? Well, that's kind of what I'm hoping to find out. Mash Fair wants enough. to know what specific evidence we are looking for <laughs> that will help this research. Do we need like a cave painting? Or I, I thought we were looking for a little boy. I thought that's why we came into these ones. <laughs> we're ones. getting the Duke. We're looking for a little girl. Daughter. It was never a little boy. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. Maybe she's stuck, dude. Right, so what did you? Mash looks oh, around. Ahead. What does he see? All right. So as you as you get deeper into the forest, um, this looks like it probably would have at one point been a town, but now all that remains is just a ivy and moss covered temple. And the temple itself kind of looks like a long house. It's got a triangular roof and it extends back into a into a hill it looks like probably it there goes into like a system of caves or bu- builds into the hill uh, uh, looks but there's nothing else like there's no buildings nearby there's nope this more. is all that remains of these umari ruins all right mash is ready to go into the ruins all right Lewis. so you're standing in front of the in front of the one door it's a, a big stone door but it looks like it still can be opened and closed fairly easily uh, Mash pulls the door open with his raw strength. I'm afraid the door only pushes in. Oh, well, Matt, Mash pushes. Hey, right. uh, Mash, why don't you use a statue of the elf? To do with on what? <laughs> I don't know. I checked the door. Uh, Mash rubs the statue <laughs> and also whispers to it. All right, all right, Mash. No, don't think too hard. Um, I, I check the door, see if there's anything that looks like it could be a key or an opening or something. Well, didn't the, no, didn't, doesn't it open? Have I not opened it? It, it, it did. It opened. Yeah. Oh, it opened. Yeah, yeah I just had to put. He had to push it. He was trying you're to pull just, it. You're in a puzzle oh, okay. mindset, and there's no puzzle. Yeah, yeah, my bad. It's a door, guys. Come on. This is a temple opening. Uh, is it dark in the temple? It is dark, yes. So uh, someone Mash. will probably need to light a torch. Yeah, Mash would like to light a torch. Okay. I think so the you uh... should light the torch. <laughs> Basswood pulls out a uh, a think... poplar branch and lights it afire. Well, <laughs> uh, if you didn't, if you hadn't specified what kind of wood it was made out of, I was going to ask you. So nice work. The poplar branch lights out a isn't the, stream. that basically uh, my character asks Basswood. Isn't that basically like holding a bone? Yeah. A bone that's on fire. Uh, I have to admit that is pretty metal. He's a, he's a <laughs> hardcore guy. All right. Uh, is one torch enough, do you think? For the time being. So right. as you spark up the torch, 
It illuminates the room enough for you to see a sight of horror. There are literally dozens of corpses lining the floor of this uh, interior room. And it looks like they've all been either cut open or pierced with arrows. And as you look around, it looks like there are just hundreds of arrow slots sitting in all, coming from all different angles of the room. Of the room. Mash checks the floor for buttons. So, like, like, like a trap button. Yes. So the floor is tiled in about a uh, foot, you know, square foot pa- or, uh, pattern. And it looks like they could all potentially be buttons. In Disneyland, they have that ride where you can't step on the diamonds. I don't know what a Disneyland is. Well, uh, in uh, in Mash went to a uh, a theme park called a uh, what now? It's it's a themed it's, park. It's you like say. a place where you can go, and uh, they have um, that you get in a cart, and someone pushes you really fast down a hill. And, you mean a mine? And people dress up. It's like a fair, like a renaissance fair. A haunted mine. What is a renaissance? He's heard of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the point is, is that there was, a, there was a themed thing that MASH went on, and if you stepped on a certain pattern, uh, it would trigger a, a scary loud sound. Nothing bad happened, but the point is, is MASH wants to know if these tiles have a pattern. No, they all seem to be fairly uniform. If only we had somebody with special insight to make mm. this roll. Well, actually, before you do that, uh, everybody make a roll at a disadvantage. Except ah, nice. Who has a... Uh, who was insightful? Uh, Dog. Me. Dog. I, I guess that's when somebody's lord telling... Mm. No, in this case, I think everybody make a make a roll at a disadvantage, because that's really more for testing people. So just roll d6, <clears> right? Ooh! So definitely not Lucio. Or Jared. That one's me. This one will be Doug. Uh, so that's Doug. Nope. What about old Jay, the drunk? Jay. Oh, Jay gets it. Ooh. Or I'm sorry, Kim Jelly. So Kim Jelly, you're looking at the situation, you're looking at all these corpses, and you realize on the right side of the room, all of the corpses are hit with arrows above the waist. Whereas on the left side, they're hit from both above and below the waist. I'm noticing over here on my left side, these men are more dead than these over here on the right. (laughs) (laughs) I think we should duck down and walk that way. Well, my fey friend, lead the way. All right, Mash follows them on all fours, which is easy for him as a bear person. Somehow the tree folk man is able to bend his body <laughs> and does the same thing. All right. So, Kim Jelly, you, you start across the floor and you duck down low. And as you start walking across or crawling across, you do start pushing down on the panels and they shoot arrows. But they launch nicely overhead, evading or, you know, you evade them. Nobody gets hit. Joda seems especially perturbed by this, but... Even he manages to, to crawl across safely. And as you get to the last row, you step on one of the traps, and even a gigantic axe comes swinging uh, horizontally out of the out of the wall, but everybody is well below in the safe zone. And you reach the other side of the room, and you're at another door, but safe. Uh, Mash uh. inspects the door. It's a door similar to the one that uh, they put on the front of the building. Mash pushes the door open. Uh, it looks like this one is a pull. 
Very well. Mash pulls the door open. <laughs> All right. So this leads into another dark room. This one is circular in shape. And directly across from you, you can see another door. Um, but in between you, lining the walls, uh, we're actually going to look at a map here. Who, not that I don't appreciate whoever's drawing a map as we go. Me. Oh, nice work. Oh, wait. Um, is this a map? Hmm? Oh, yeah, look at that. So, however, oh. lining lining the walls are what appear to be uh, coffins or sarcophagus. Sarcophagi? Sarcophagi? Yeah, sarcophagi sounds right. All right. So, you step into the room. Is there a, is there a map up that I'm supposed to be looking at? Not yet, no. <laughs> I, I well. pushed this corner. Uh, yes, I Mash pushed will... this corner on the Mash will enter the room. No, I okay. pushed the scholar into the room. Oh, okay. Mash will allow this. <laughs> oh, goodness. And as he steps into the room, he start to hear noise coming from behind the, the, the coffin lids, and some of them push open, and out steps what appear to be, at one point, have been elves, but they're, they're old and they're withered, and uh, they're covered in, you know, rot and death. And it looks like the, the dead have risen from their graves, and they're, they're here, and they're ready for a fight. Also bad. Granddad, that's is that you? That's what you're gonna look like if you keep drinking like that. That's not really uh, good. Kim Jelly thinks he notices some family members and goes in for a closer look. So now, if you're following along on the, uh, I didn't want to copy that. Yeah, who's the piano? Is that the good? That's Joe. <laughs> oh, that's that. That's, that, that, uh, that's yeah, the magic we'll, man. We'll say that's Joda. We'll we'll keep him as the piano. So. All right, Joda. So. uh... Scholar, stay behind the tree. Oh, you don't have to tell me twice. I didn't tell you twice. Oh. <laughs> Nor do you need to. All right, stop, stop drawing on the map. All right, so okay. initiative. All right, so yes. Um, so there are four undead who have uh, risen from their tombs. Three of them are dressed in, you know, kind of knightly garb. They have chainmail and they have swords and shields with big serpents on them. One, however, looks more like a priest with one of those tall, funny hats and. He looks Kill the mage first! Now, now, you don't know that. Yes, I do. Well, <coughs> there's a pretty good chance you're right, but still. Alright, so, now we're gonna start in the combat. So, in order to do that, uh, everybody roll 2d6. Uh, I'll just do me first and then Doug. Okay. So, there's me. I have a ton. And there's Doug. Thank you. Uh, let's see, I'm assigning... I'm assigning pieces, so everybody should be able to move their piece here in just a moment, uh, once we get combat started. Wait, did Jay roll really fast, or is he rolling really slow? There he is. Oh, Jay, with the golden rolls. And that is Doug. Yeah, I can't wait to punch the shit out of these guys. All right, so Lucio got a 10. So that's Nyx, and then... Uh, Kim, then Jared, who rolled first? In your, you rolled for yourself first, I rolled correct? first. So I rolled a six, Doug rolled a five. Mash and Balsa. You know what? You're going to make up for it with your rapier. Rapier skills. Rapier skills. They're not going to know what hit them. Okay. All right. So combat has begun. Um, so in Tiny Dungeon, combat is very simple. You get two actions per turn. You can use them to move, attack, defend, or do something with your hands. You know, light a torch, drink a potion, read a spell, 
et cetera, et cetera. But two rounds per turn. Um, you can take two actions, two of the same type of actions in the same um, in the same turn, so you can attack twice. Uh, but uh, yeah, basically that's it. So, so I was under the impression for ranged, you mm-hmm. have to fire and reload. Yeah, you do so unless you. Yep, exactly. All right. So, so who's first? Uh, Nix. All right. I'm gonna shoot the uh, guy with a pointy hat. Okay. All right. Give me a roll. Uh, that is your master weapon, correct? Yep. Okay. So give me a roll of three d six. Nine. Okay. So in Tiny Dungeon, the goal for every roll, except initiative, which you add up just in total, but uh, your goal is always to get a five or a six, and if you get one of those, you hit. And you did. So. And then also the the other mechanic behind the dungeon is that every attack does one damage. So you hit the uh, pointy-headed guy for one damage. I hit him again. All right, go for it. Here it comes. Oh, he hits him again. All right, you hit him for two or a second damage. Yep. All right, so you uh, you line up your crossbow shots and you put two into his chest and he staggers backwards a little bit, but it looks like he is uh, he is still up up and ready to to come after you guys. So. Next is Kim's turn. Kim Jilly. Kim is going to need more justification for why we're shooting Kim's great aunts and great uncles before he moves. Okay, so you'll delay your turn. He wants to inspect further. He wants to ask okay. the, the magic man. All right. Uh, in which case, Jay, just let me know when you're ready to take your turn. God damn it, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? All right, then it is Mash's turn. Oh, Mash is Mash leaps into the fray. Uh, Mash will uh, walk over to the uh, the the teal one. Okay. Do Go I ahead and move that? your piece. Do yep, I... you can move your piece. There I am. There he is. All right, I'm facing the wrong way though. How do I? Can he attack? How do I rotate? Hmm? Or the can he attack or he burn all his actions with can that? Can I rotate? Oh, yeah, you can oh, rotate. There I am. Uh, no, he's. And that was... right, for everyone who can't see this, the bear is looking at the, the green guy right now. Yeah, the bear <laughs> is the bear is looking at the green guy. So that's one action, right? Yeah. So you still got one more action per, this round. Now I will attack the green guy with my flail. Okay. Uh, that's a mastered weapon. So three. Three d six. Yes. Here it comes. There it is. And it hits. That's a hit. All right. Baby. So you uh, you wind up your flail and you swing it with all your might, and it connects right in the monster's jaw and just cleaves his head clear off, knocking the head all the way to the other side of the room. All right, Bearman. Wow. Nice work. I really am the best. You killed a monster. <laughs> what now? All right, now it is the monster's turn. So they turn their attention to the big bear man who just killed their priest. And they swarm. Oh dear, help mash. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the first one runs up to you and he attacks. And he hits, you take one damage. Bear's dead. I'm not dead, I have nine hit points. He's still he's still holding out. You have seven. Well, I have eight now. Alright, I accidentally reloaded the page and now I have to sit through a 20 second ad, so bear with me. Man, what's the app for, Balsabastard? In the meantime, Kim Jelly rants about Elf. What a good time for Kim to take his turn. Well, Kim Jelly 
Kim Jong has a lot to say. Hey, yeah, you could have helped Mash. Oh my god. Didn't you become an alcoholic because you hated your family? All right, and another one hits. Uh, no, because my family is dead, and now you're asking me to kill another elf family out there. I don't think that's fair. I mean, if I saw a well, bear they're, they're and I didn't like it, I'd definitely kill it. Well, that's what these guys are doing. So, yeah, how many times so, so are, are you justifying that I should kill these men Wait, so because they're trying to kill us? All right. Yes. And another twice. Does he hit <laughs> me twice or does he just hit me once? So they all had to move to get to you first, and then they started attacking. Yeah, so. but the second guy had a five and a six, so that's not two hits. That's just. Oh no, that's just you. You roll once, but uh, the effects don't stack like that. Okay. All right. So they run up to you. So. <laughs> All three of the, uh, the the night zombies turn around and they all charge on Mash and just start hacking him up with their m- rusty metal swords. Yeah, Mash is down to six hit points, so if someone wants to, you that know, I don't tetanus. know. I rolled. What did you do? Yeah, I got an eight. <laughs> what are you doing with that eight? For what? <laughs> to, for, for, to ponder? <laughs> <laughs> no, you ex- I, I asked for a justification for this and I got it, oh, so I'm Jesus. ready to fight. Right. Wait, you you you're rolling to justify your actions? <laughs> no, I think it's already to no, attack. No, no, no. They, they they were justified to me by the green man. Okay, so you can uh, go ahead and move into the battle or move your piece into the battle range. Uh, I am trying. Let's see. There we go. There we go. All right. And then you did not hit. I. But what about my drunken master status? Oh, what does that do? Remind me. When intoxicated, you may evade without spending action. Uh, so, Jay, that only applies to your evade, so you're... That's when you're being attacked. Oh, well, yes, why did you say you didn't hit, though? Because not, there one single, no one single die was over a five, or was a five or six. We're going well, off individual die. Yeah, so you're not, you're not adding it up, oh, you're figuring yeah. out how yeah. many of them... Roll 20 just adds the numbers automatically, so it doesn't, uh... Yeah, so the eight got, doesn't actually mean anything, it's just the four, one, and the... Three. I got it. Yep. Makes sense. Okay. Well, I appreciate, it's the thought that counts. <laughs> what a guy, what a guy. Let's get Balsa Basswood in here. Balsa Basswood. They're, they're, they're hurting, they're hurting the bear. Can I ask how much health uh, the magic man has? He's dead. Wait, the yeah. ghost, right? No, 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 Jotan. Oh, Joda, Joda. Jotan, the magic man. No, Joda, the Joda Ben is fine. How much health does he have? Yeah, how long can he live? He is at full health, whatever that is. You do not know. Oh. If I picked him up and threw him... <laughs> How much damage would that do? It would do the same one damage as if no, you just walked fine. up and hit the monster. I'm just going to walk up to the monster, <laughs> one of the monsters, man. Go do some damage with that rapier. Because with your abilities, Doug, you can... That doesn't really seem like any of this I will help I can just get us. to them faster. Yeah. You can still hit one of them. Wait, can he get to him faster? I'm really not clear on what exactly his speed bonus means. If I need mm-hmm. to run away, I could... Gets an extra five feet. Yeah, but are we measuring feet? Yeah, this will... Uh, at the squares. Yeah. Okay. Each one is two and a half square feet. Well, Doug... Okay, wait, I actually can't move Doug, so you're going to have to do it, Michael. Hmm? Move me Doug to can you... one of the oh. guys. Yeah, I know which one he is. I'm all right there. Okay. And I stab that bitch. So, 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 so for okay. the audience, the tree, and, uh, the tree and the elf and the bear have the mummy elves surrounded now. It's a pincer attack. Yes. They're in a melee while the, uh, while the scholar and the goblin kick back. Things are going to go badly for these guys very soon. 
All right. Uh, oh, yeah. Yep, Bolsa, give me a roll. Attacks. Roll uh, three also. Three, yep, 3d6 for advantage. There it is. Uh, no hits. Unfortunately, he does not hit. So you, uh, you, you run up to the melee with your rapier and you thrust and thrust and thrust, but just can't seem to, to get a bead on these uh, slow-moving skeleton men. I'm educated. I'm not, I'm not a fighter. Yeah, that's true. You're, you're more of a wisdom guy. I want to he's, he's a craft man. Fair enough, fair enough. That would have been wise. All right. Now, with that, the, uh, the round begins again. So, Nix, it is your turn again. All right. Let me shoot. Uh, I'm going to shoot the one that's in front of the tree. Listen? Yeah. Okay. Yes. That is a hit. It's a critical hit. No, uh, there are no criticals. Yeah, it doesn't... Ah! <laughs> I know, I know. You can gloat a little more. Yes, awesome. you can gloat That's all you want. Nice hit, I, 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 I look at I look at the scholar very proudly at my shot. He is cowering in the corner with his hands covering his face as though someone might strike him at any minute. I strike him and I tell look at the shot! Look at it! <laughs> I feel like that took one HP off the off the magic man. <laughs> I think again. I All right. Again. Oh, you got it. All right. All right. So the knight seemed to be a little uh, a little less resilient, and this second crossbow bolt hits it in the chest, and as though someone flipped a switch, all the life just drains out of it, and it tumbles to the ground. Don't worry, bear man. I'll protect you. Thank you. Uh, All right. right. Is it Mash's turn? Now it is. Uh, no, Kim Jelly's turn. Oh, oh, he's gonna All do right. something this time. Well, I, I tried last time. Yeah, I, I know. I, Eventually, I think, it, I, think it, I think it's fair to want to know why I have to commit violence against my people. You know, I'm glad that you're so woke. Uh, it's just maybe it could have come at a better time. <laughs> I mean, in all <laughs> fairness, you did start attacking superior. before they did. This uh, might be self-defense. So I, 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 I want. To, so wait, so how, how do you... I'm sorry, I need one more time. So I roll first and then take movement in action. No, so oh. you'll... If you want to move, you can just move. You get a 25 feet uh, per action. All right. Yep. And... <laughs> so what, and, I would, what I suggest, Jay, is don't move and just take two attacks from the one in front of hold you. Hold on, he's got a plan. I can tell he's got a plan. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. If you do have a plan, if he moves, he dispenses one, one action, so he only has one attack. Yeah, but now if he has, he move, he has mash. two. Heal mash. You he can't <laughs> heal mash. I can heal you. No, I have the potions. Yeah, Lucio oh, has the potion. Uh, Lucio is also the healer. Yes. Uh, All right. So, Jay, if you want to move your guy back and take two action, take two attacks, that's fine. Oh, you're already rolling. Yeah, I rolled. Okay, uh, you missed. Jesus, do you, what, what, you need a... Five or a six. You need a oh. five or a six. Okay. So actually, here is a one more aspect of combat. You can take one of your round actions to focus, which will then lower the target to four or above. But it takes one round action, so... Ah, oh, okay. I'll keep that in mind for next time. All right. All right, Mash, now it is your turn. Mash uses his flail twice on the one to his... Uh, well, it would be to his right. Here, I'll just move him so he's facing it. Mash. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> mash. Mash rolls. There's one. Nope, that's a, that's a no. There we go. That's a hit. Oh, uh, okay. You do end up hitting. a really hard hit, too. I feel like that should knock him back. No. 
You're thinking about a game that has a more advanced rule set than Tiny Dungeon. Yeah. But... So right. you, hit, you hit the zombie and knock it around a little bit, but it's still got some fight left in it, and it comes back at you with a sword. And in fact, it's his turn, so he will do that. Uh, but he misses. Oh, thank God. But he's going to try again. And hits. And cuts you up a little further with his with his rusty blade. Okay. That's all right. But in the meantime, this interloping elf has drawn the attention of the other knight, who's going to turn his attention to Kim Jelly. And hits him for one. Without my evade from drunken mastery. Ah, that's right. So while you are intoxicated, you may evade. So uh, roll 1d6 to see if you dodge that attack. Right. Oh. Uh, but you're not. So Jay or uh, so Kim, you've been, you know, feeling the effects of that ale this entire trip, and you think you might have it might be just the right time to kind of bend over to start throwing up in a comical fashion, just to, in time to dodge that blade. <laughs> but but unfortunately, it wasn't quite just in time, and you still get nicked in the face with the uh, with the oncoming sword attack, and you throw up. <laughs> oh well. Yep. Pretty much. But if it's any consolation, you can try again when he attacks a second time. Nope. No, but he misses in the first place, so you're fine. Nicely done, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Balsa, it's up to you. Balsa makes a quick comment to uh, Mash saying, boy, you look worse than that whore I killed. <laughs> <laughs> and then he attacks the... Oh, I guess I got to move. Like, I can't do diagonal attacks, can I? No, you, you can hit him from there. It's okay. uh, Just imagine anything in your like immediate uh, exterior. Well, then I stab this bitch. All right, here he goes. Roll 3d6. That's a hit. That's a hit. Nice. That's a hit. All right. Stab that bitch again. Go for it. Nope. Oh, that's oh. All right. You get him with a good shot, though, and he's, uh, he's looking a little worse for wear. And then it is back to Nyx. It is your turn. All right, I'm gonna attack the one that Doug was attacking. I think he, okay. I think our party needs healing. <laughs> oh, you're fine. Now we're good. <laughs> All right, Nick, it's up to you. Sure. That's a hit. That's a yep. hit. All right. All right, you pull back the bolt on your crossbow and you let loose, and it hits the the zombie right in the side of the mouth and basically just pulls his head off of his neck, and he has been killed. All right, let's go attack the other the one. one. Go for it. I already softened that one up for you, so this should be real easy. Yep. That is also a hit, and that is a fatal blow, killing the last of the undead knights. There he goes. I grab my crossbow, I blow on the tip, and then I just put a block in my in his holster. All right, an arbitrary gesture that no one understands the significance of. <laughs> <laughs> Kim Jolly Lally complains that the little green man he invented when he drunk, his drunk stole his thunder. <laughs> also, Basswood looks at the magic man and he uses his insightful perk to see if he pissed himself. <laughs> All right, give it a roll. All right, why not? Uh, nope. Nope. You're not very insightful. Actually, he gets 2d6 on, or yeah, no, he gets an advantage. Oh, 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 oh. I'm very insightful. Do you want me to just roll another one or should we roll two? I just roll another one. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> uh, That's a hard one. Um, I'm going to see if I can pee. heal Jay. 
Okay, give me a roll of I don't need six. six. I mean, healing. outside of combat, he basically has unlimited healing, so might as well take it. All right, so Jay's back up to six, which I believe is his yes. full HP. Yep, that's max. Yeah. yeah. And let me uh, roll to heal Jared. Or, sorry, Bear. Uh, it's Mash. <laughs> I've literally said it every time I've done anything. <laughs> Yeah, Matt about I can understand that so, knowing um, one of Michael's characters because they all have absurd, difficult to pronounce <laughs> names, but Mash feels like you really shouldn't forget him. Oh, my, my character calls Bear, so. Oh, okay. Oh, it's like an endearing. Yeah, okay. Mash, Mash appreciates this. Goblins are racist. Bear, how, how are you doing, Bear? Have I been healed? Mash needs healing. I mean, I guess I can try again until he's you're healed. Yeah, can we just set it up yep. and not roll Yeah, I, times? I, I think, yeah, eventually you, you're back to full health. Yeah, nine hit points for MASH. Woo-woo. See, I told you, I'm a doctor, not a conman. No, you really are. I was wrong to have doubted you. Oh, wait, was I seven? How many hit points do I get? You are seven, but you have the tough perk. Which yeah, you okay, so you and I have the same amount of health. We yep. both have nine. All right, cool, cool, cool. Let's move on. Let's get that, that Duke's daughter, baby. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Mash loots, Kim Jelly going? Mash loots the bottles or the ba- the, the, the the what are they? The bad guy. The bad guy. bodies. <laughs> I, I would actually the try to elf. move my character. The elf zombie, uh, elf mummies. Yeah, Mash loots their corpses. What does he find? So these are these are very old bodies. They've been here for probably thousands of years, oh, so they don't they have really gems. have a whole lot on them. So you, mm. so you get one gold like you do in Skyrim. Not so much gold, but they they do seem to have a, a medallion around their necks with a with a serpent insignia on it. Mash I, I bought that would take this uh, 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 this uh, non ominous at all medallions. I, I I take one of I take one of these medallions and I replace my shock tooth necklace with it. Wait, do they each <laughs> do they each have a medallion? Can we all have yes. it? so everybody uh, can have a medallion? Yes, everyone may have a medallion as, as a memento of their time that they went into the tomb. Uh, <laughs> hey, also guys. does not take one. He just takes one of the heads and puts it in that fine oak. Should we, uh, <laughs> should we continue on our quest to save the Duke's wife? Hey, Jota. Wait, so who all took a medallion? Because I'm worried these are cursed. I took I, a medallion. I, I, I already took off Ever. my shark tooth. Okay. Look, everyone so, gets like a special item. So I didn't take my it. My special item was a I shark a tooth necklace. So I removed my shark tooth necclace right. and I put on which I have done. So I've your character sheet now reflects that. So you... I have a zombie elf head. <laughs> oh, that's a good. That's a good adjustment. Ominous medallion. Okay, and Doug has a head of an enemy. Should we take all of the medallions just in case? Uh, you know, I think the medallions are actually probably bad. I don't know who wrote ominous in that description. <laughs> uh, uh, if it was hey. Michael, I'm concerned about it. So you know what? Mash casts his medallion to the floor. He doesn't, he doesn't actually want it. I already have an elder Scholar. statue, well, which I feel like is enough. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, yes. Well, well. You know what these are? Why, well, the, the the serpent is the the sign of the Umari people. This is their, their symbol. Kim, Kim Jelly. See, um, Bear, you're being insensitive about, about the culture of these people we just killed. Will Jotun wear the two leftover medallions? Are you going to ask him? Yeah, I'm asking him. Hey, Jotun, will you wear these two medallions? Well, it's it's Jota, but yeah, whatever. I, sure. I in fact, I'd I'd rather I would treasure one. Okay. If you'd be so kind. Yeah, I'm putting them on Jota. All right. He looks he so, looks very so, very happy. He's he's excited so, for this. So so Kim Jelly, uh, uh, he loosens up his gi, and he puts a a, a strong arm around around a, a Jojo, 
And he says, look at us, we are brothers now. Oh, well, well, yes, yes, it looks like we are, aren't we? <laughs> very good, very good. Keep putting your pants off. Also, Basswood <laughs> makes a sarcastic comment about him finally being useful. <laughs> As a pack mule. He's in my medallion carrier. All right, so shall we continue? I already asked that. Yes, but I'm asking again. Yeah, Off but, to save the Duke's mother. Yeah, now we're gonna go get the Duke's. Uh, the Duke's. It's the daughter. The Duke's daughter. So wait. Uh, we we. There's another door in front of us, right, Michael? Yes, that is can the I, next can door. I use my insightful perk to see which way the hinges go, so I can tell Nash how to open the door. I mean, I mean, he makes furniture, so he should be able to just tell by looking at it. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think that's that why. That's why he rolls with advantage. I think. Yeah. If you would just if you would just take a moment to observe, you would see. Well, yes, in fact, uh, this one will pull outward. Hey, Mash, pull it outward. <laughs> All right, uh, Mash pulls the door open. All right, it pulls open. Very nice. Excellent. All right. So in the next room, this one actually seems to be a rather barren square room. On the far end is another door. You don't need to move the pieces. <laughs> Uh, on the far end, there's another door uh, at the top of a little stair uh, staircase. It's basically just a raised pedestal, but um, on the locked door is a wheel, like a big, kind of like the helm of a ship. Um, on the wheel, at opposing sides of the circumference, are two icons. One depicting a serpent, the other a wolf. And then on the wall above the door is an etching of the sun, and then at the bottom, the moon. In the middle, there's some strange writing. Okay, Scholar, what the hell is this? Why, I do believe this is ancient Umari. Why, now it's Joda's turn to be of use. Step aside, if you will. Let me let me take a look at this and have a, have a read. Mash wants so, to check for traps before Joda goes forward. No, no, let, let him go. It's going to be funny. <laughs> no, he's carrying the medallions. I want to make sure those get out of here, so that we can sell them. I didn't. Okay, so you're, are you going to? What are you going to inspect? I don't. For traps. <laughs> what are you expecting for traps? All right, make a roll. Okay, just one. Uh, yeah, at a disadvantage. Okay. Uh, oh. <laughs> no, this looks really safe. Okay, <laughs> everything's fine. All right, so. Joda steps up and he starts looking, pours over the words and thinks to himself and is like, ooh, very interesting. So this says, the inner sanctum awaits those who bear the sign of the Omari. And he turns back to you and says, gentlemen, what was that sign again? What sign? The serpent. The serpent. Oh, exactly, oh, exactly. I know this one. Thank you. Thank and you. And I pull out my shark tooth necklace and show him. <laughs> you, don't, you dropped the necklace, you drunk. You have a medallion now. Yeah. Uh, that's so, what I show him then. <laughs> so Joda turns back and says, reading further, may the sign bathe in the moonlight. Ah, easy enough. And he takes the wheel and he turns it so that the serpent is facing the moonlight. And then he looks at the words again and says, oh, does that say sunlight? And then with a sinister metallic clang, six jets of boiling hot oil shoot from the ceiling, all aimed directly at Joda. This- <laughs> Mash uh, pulls this Joda back. Oh, no, no, no. This scalds him horribly, searing his robes and melting his flesh. 
blistering his eyes, he shrieks, or as best as he could, as the skin sloughs off his bones. But before he could say much, a dozen razor-tipped spears launch from the floor, eviscerating him from all angles, from groin to neck. Now pinned in place, he begins to shudder his death throat. <laughs> but before he could expire from his wounds, three massive axes <laughs> bring from the wall, swinging in three wide horizontal arcs, striking him at the knee, waist, and breast. They must have been very sharp, too, for even though Jota was cleanly cut into four pieces, his body does not topple. At this point, from a previously unseen spigot in the wheel, a massive jet of white-hot flame spews out, catching the scalding hot oil off flame, burning his corpse like a plug of kindling. And then on top of that, a mammoth stone column falls from the ceiling, crushing his charred cadaver flat. Do his pants fall down, Does, does anyone else smell <laughs> bacon? See, Balsa see, pleads see, bear, heal him. See, <laughs> see, <laughs> see, bear. I told you this would be funny. Oh, I tried to check. Hell, <laughs> you did a bad job. I knew there would be a trap. It was ominous. From the cinders, the stone column slowly retracts and rests itself, resets itself in the ceiling with a cheerful click. Not it. Okay. So, Balsa Basswood has a plan. <laughs> We have rope, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. Let's turn that wheel from a safe distance, please. <laughs> that is a fantastic idea. Mash, Mash uh, ties a loop around his rope and puts it over the wheel. Okay. Very Let's good. Point that to the sun. Wait, point to the sun? Yeah, point to the sun. I'm glad you're paying attention. <laughs> All right. So you, you turn the wheel so that the serpent is facing the other way. And then the door kind of opens the jar. Kind of opens. Yeah. Even open all the way. Who built <laughs> this? Like the lock disengages, ruin? and it's clearly not like a very you know, it's an old door. Mash pulls the door open the rest of the way. Uh, I'm afraid it pushes in. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you should ask me to be insightful. Uh, Mash, Mash, pushes, Mash pushes the door the rest of the way. Okay, and it opens. I checked the cadaver to see if there's anything left. Oh, yeah. Should we? Do you want those medallions? Are the there medallions nothing, okay? I mean, we no, still there, have two medallions left. There is nothing left but cinders and bone fragments. Wow, I even burned the medallions. Yeah, but, but we have two other medallions on us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys have medallions. It's all good. Balsa <laughs> gathers a handful of cinders and puts it in his oak cabinet. <laughs> yeah, we should. That's, uh, that's respectful. We should take uh, jo, Jotan to. <laughs> Uh, to get I mean, a I'm a jeweler. Jeweler, I can make a ring out of it. Oh, sorry. I can, yeah, I can make a. I can I can make a ring out of him later on. And actually, I feel there. like since you're putting the about, item in another uh, item, Jer it shouldn't use up a space. So a single oak cabinet of exceptional quality that contains the remains of <laughs> Joe Joe Tan the scholar and the head of and the the uh, head of an enemy. Well, that's not in the cabinet. Do you want I, that I in, put the cabinet? It in the cabinet? Oh, okay, man. Well, he I did say he put it in there. Sure, you shouldn't cast his ashes to the heartless sea. Also, there's an enemy's head in here. Okay, and we'll just delete. There you go. You got five open inventory slots. I can hold one other item in the cabinet. Is that the rule? Yes. Is that saying in the? I arbitrarily made it three. Okay, that's fair. Well, you would know how big the cabinet is. There's a lot of right. ashes of Jota left. I mean, there's some. Uh, I'll take a little bit of the ashes. While this is all going on, Kim Jelly takes another sk uh, a squig from his flask and 
goes into the next room while the rest of the party fights over Jota's ashes. <laughs> very I'm good, just, very good. I'm just here because I'm sticking close to the two enforcers, but... Yeah, the two tough boys. Because, uh, you know, I'm, I am a tiny goblin. Fair enough. All right, so you step into the next room, and you find yourself in a slightly more cramped fan-shaped room. Uh, it's narrow on your side and kind of expands out as you uh, as you step further in. So this looks like some sort of a worship room. There are two rows of stone benches for kneeling prayer, and what looks like a uh, a fairly fancy an or another sarcophagus in the middle of the room. Also, Basswood thinks there's probably a bad guy in that sarcophagus. <laughs> We're not even there. Here, Mash We're is outside. Gonna, Mash is going to let his dog in the room so that it stops barking. Hang on. <clears throat> okay. Did uh? Did I ever tell you my mother was a very religious woman? No, not you. She <laughs> she'd often come to uh, temples like this to pray right, in our let's, childhood. Let's this is before the the Huns came and burned our village down. Mash is going to see if the dogs behave. Uh, what happened? Are we in the fan room still? I'm telling them about my mother. Oh, yeah, Kim oh. Jelly was telling a story. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt with my pet maintenance. Don't touch them. That'll just make them do more things. <laughs> Every Sunday, she would make us come here and read from these stupid little books that told us there was a flying spaghetti monster in the sky that looks down upon us. You've never been here once in your life. <laughs> <laughs> what a coincidence, uh, my fake friend. My mother used to sell uh, fake religious books about spaghetti monsters to suckers. That's how she put food on the table. Balsa Basswood runs towards that sarcophagus and rips that bitch open. Um, Mash helps. <laughs> hey, little green man, has oh, your mother right. ever been to the village of Sapporo? All right, uh, so... Have I been to the village of Sapporo? Yes. Sure, why not? So as, uh, as Mash and Jota charge into the room, the, uh, the Doug, door... Doug, or is, the... Doug is Balsa. Jonah's dead. He died. Oh, right, the right. Spirit of He's Jonah. So, as they charge into the room... Yeah, I guess actually Jonah is here inside your cabinet. <laughs> I'm going to make a ring from him later on. Oh, so I, don't like the, I don't like the looks of this thing in the sarcophagus. Maybe we shouldn't open the sarcophagus. On the map, <laughs> oh, it, it, it opens itself. It... <laughs> so before we continue, uh, how, how do I move the the piece? Because I never had to move it I, I, I'm pretty just sure. It I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm like I'm like almost 100. percent just making Michael like wouldn't a... give us uh, such horrible oh, deaths. Yeah. Like that's the entire reason Jolton was in our party, just so we could die like that. <laughs> I, yes, he serves no purpose in the story other than just to die. <laughs> yeah, I really wish horribly. I passed that skill check so I could see how Michael made him die horribly anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, the bear is actually. Was up here because you were charging. Yeah, we were. That's what All right. we do. So the the lid to the sarcophagus flies open, and a rather more substantial looking corpse rises from it. This one looks like he's in full. He's got a, a etched breastplate and a big great sword, and he looks he looks mad that you've disturbed his slumber. Hey, do you suppose this is the Duke's son? I don't think so. Uh, so only right, was a daughter. Huh? You know what? Mash asks this creature if they're the Duke's daughter. <laughs> it snarls at you. Roll I punish. ask him, what angers you? Uh, uh, it's, just, it's just one, uh, or is it two? Rolling two? Just one. Oh, one. <laughs> okay, we're doing this then. <laughs> right, so there's mine, and here's Doug. That's not great. Okay. Is that a ghost to me in the corner there? Wait, why did, why did Lucio get to roll two? Oh, yeah, you both roll. You, uh, everyone should roll two. Oh, well, yeah. 
Uh, oh, all, all right. right. So he didn't do as bad as I thought. So let me roll another one. That's for me. So minus seven. <laughs> and then Doug's is uh, nine? Yes. Yeah. That makes all right. Nine. How are you doing? So, wait, doing? what am I rolling? 2d6 for initiative. 2d6 right. for initiative. Okay. And the Peter Gunner got 11. Okay. Ooh. All right. So he goes first. That's not good. So... Seeing the big bear man in the tree invade his final resting place seems to make him pretty mad, so he charges at uh, the tree and attacks. It's a good change of pace. Bring it, bitch. <laughs> uh, but I'm afraid that he's a little rusty from thousands of years of being dead, so uh, the tree nimbly evades the attack. <laughs> nimbly. Yes. Hit like a that, is one, that is one graceful tree. All right, now it is, uh, oh, Balsa's turn. Now you get your chance at revenge. Oh, very good. Uh, here here he comes, all aboard, everybody. All aboard the pain train. There it is, right there, that's a hit. There it is, all right, that's one one hit for, one damage to oh, the, the Revenant. Is there, like, any concept of, like, combos or anything in here? Like, if I no. in oil and then set well, that's on fire what... with the torch? Well, you got two attacks. I'm just asking a question. I mean, you you could, but by the the exact measure of the rules, like it'd be the same as just hitting him with your sword. You didn't hit him the second time. Oh, uh, that's too bad. Sorry to say. All right, Nix, you're up. All right, let's shoot him. Miss. Miss. Try again. There it and is. That's a hit. All right. Your first your first shot goes wide, but your second one hits him. And seems like it pierces through his thick metal breastplate, but it doesn't look like he's slowing down anytime soon. Uh, now it is Bash's turn. Uh, that didn't seem to do shit to him, guys. <laughs> well, I'm not super worried because if he can also only do one damage at a time, I feel like it's impossible for him to kill any of us. So I think we're yeah, okay. we're, we're already kind of uh, chafing against some of the mechanical limitations of the system. But so, I, was, I was kind of just role playing, but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. my character uh, is worried. Yeah, Mash is very scared. Boss <laughs> <laughs> is feeling pretty good. Very good, very my, good. My character just saw this thing like shrug off like a bolt to the chest. Oh, I just gave him two hits, so there he goes. All right, very good. So you bat him around with your flail, and he's still still fighting, still furious, but and you're you're beating the crap out of him. I cast Ultima. <laughs> Yeah, that'll have to wait. Does one damage. That'll have to wait till your next turn. I know, right? Dude, I, I cast Knights of the Round <laughs> for one damage. And I use mine. All right, Kim, it is your turn. Uh, I, I, all right, it's my turn. Let's see it. Show me some magic, you drunk fuck. Wait, are you moving first? He's not a magician. I don't need to. Oh, I have yeah, a bow and arrow. You have a bow, huh? Oh, all right. All right, you peg him with an arrow. Good work. Give him one more. Let him have another one. I'd have, he'd have to ready another bow this or with the second action. So I thought he'd so, have to reload. Isn't that his like? Oh, well, that's me. That's Lucio. Oh, wait. Why does Lucio not have to reroll? And I do. Lucio he's has the crossbow. He's a trait bow and arrow. Because no, because I have a quick shot trait. Oh, that's right. But that's right. not how they work. Yes, it is. That's what it says. That's actually that's what it, it says in, in real life. It's the trait. <laughs> well, this is not real life. All right. We are playing Tiny Dungeon here in real life. Okay. All right. Well, the uh, the 
the revenant of the elven hero, who's probably on his last turn, takes another shot at Balsa. He's going to get him this time. I'm confident. Yes. Balsa takes one damage. Yeah, take that, you tree fuck. I still got eight damage, though. <laughs> oh, but he's furious. He's really going to get you this time. He winds up another attack and hits you for one more damage. Oh, no. The worst part is you can only heal in sunlight, and we're in a place where there is no sunlight. No. I would have used my ability Just to Just for the record, it. Tree Man, I'm not entirely sure how your body works. Yeah, well, he's confusing like that. Roots, photosynthesis, you know. All right. Balsa, it is your turn to take revenge. Let's let's talk it out. Just kidding. Let's hit him. All right. That's the spirit. That's a hit. That is a hit. All right. And one more hit. And one more. Very good. All right. You bat him around, and he's looking. Oh, you, you got the rapier. You, you stab him, and you stab him again. He's looking, he's looking like he might fall apart here pretty soon. He's not in good shape. Nix, you want to take a shot at it? Yeah, let's put bolts on this bitch. All right. Send him to a watery grave. As a hit. Yeah, you That's carry him as a Ah. I'm afraid that is a miss. That's all right. All right. Spearman, finish him. All right. I'm gonna take one. Uh, I'm gonna take one action to move here. Okay. I'm gonna get him from behind. <laughs> For one day. That's what she said. <laughs> I was gonna say just. I'm sure you know, but that offers no mechanical advantage. I mean, that's a hit right there, baby. All right. So you but run if, up if behind him. If we were playing D and D, this would be a very good move. Yeah. Yes. I know. That's that's or, the way it is for me. We're playing tiny dungeon, so it means nothing. So you run up behind him. And you turn around and you swing your flail and you cave in the side of his head and he topples over like a like a stack of stack of old corpse parts. So it was good, a good like, idea for you to get behind him. Like a bunch of magazines in a hoarder's house. Those are certainly words, my friends. Those are certainly words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no idea what they say. Sorry, like but... a bunch of leaflets in a uh, hovel. There you ah, go. You should have just said that. Like a pile of leaflets in a hovel. All right, so you have killed the elven hero, or his, at least his revenant. I go check his corpse. All right. Um, he's got a great sword, a knit breastplate, which looks like many years ago might have been something of value, but time time has not been good to any of his loins. I take uh, the great sword and I give it to the three. Can you hold this for me in yeah. your this delightful cabinet? Let's put that in my cabinet. Wait, what is it? The great sword from the the scary guy. Oh, also there's an enemy head uh, in here. I don't. I feel like a great sword is not going to fit in the it's, cabinet. It sticks I, out of the door. Yeah, I, I, Kim Jelly would like to register a complaint. Why does he get to keep his great sword in the cabinet, but I had to throw away my shark tooth necklace? <laughs> no one told him to throw away your shark tooth necklace. <laughs> you literally said you wanted to. No one even asked you or put up a fight. You could have had six shark tooth necklaces. <laughs> Three. Would you like to keep this guy's head? I can. Oh no! No, nope, sorry, my, the my bear destroyed it. Never mind. It can be. It can still be recovered. What is it? What was the enemy called? He was a a dire no, no, no. elf. Uh, he was an elven revenant. An elven revenant. All right. So Doug now has a single oak cabinet of exceptional quality that contains the remains of Jotan the scholar. Also, there's an enemy's head in here, and just barely the great sword of an elven revenant. Very good. And that's one Getting all sorts of nice things. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go to the. I want to check the. Um, oh, I'm up here. What is over here? The sarcophagus. So yeah. those. Uh, 
So where where Mash is currently is another sarcophagus. Oh, Mash. Uh, this one's standing instead of sitting down. How do you make that ring that you're always making? Hmm? You, you've made a ring where you, like, click somewhere and it drew, like, a ring. It's not oh, that. Just click and hold on the spot. I don't know if you can do it. It doesn't look like it. Oh, yeah, there you go. Wait, how I saw you... that. So, did you click and hold? so I, I want to check the sarcophagus. Click and hold. First for okay. traps. All right. So you take a look at the sarcophagus, and it's, uh, aside from where he uh, threw okay. off his... I got it. Yep. Now you've got it. Now you got it. Nice work. So um, he's already knocked the lid off. The inside is empty, aside from just dust and molder. Nothing in here. So wait, wait, now wait. check the upper side of the lid. Maybe there's something taped up there. <laughs> sure, why not? Like a hide a key, you know? There's probably pornography. Zombie uh, elf magazines, you know. <laughs> there's a poster. Yeah. <laughs> is there a poster taped to the lid? We want to check. I have check for initiative. There is. There is no poster, I'm afraid. Oh, okay. All right. So now that the fight is over, you have a little bit better chance to, to review the room. So um, there is, on the left side over here, on the left side of the room, is a, a relief of, of elves in various forms of prostration. It looks like it's a religious icon or some sort of religious iconography that is unfamiliar to you. Joda might have known, but he's dead. Wait, I'm educated. Do I know? Yeah, roll for it. Take a stab at it. Okay, all right. Here we go. Do two, I get any two like, D6? perks? 3D6, because you're educated. Oh, nice. You're definitely going <laughs> to... Do I know? That's good, right? No, you need a five or a six. But that's for You're combat. fucking dumb. Uh, no, light for, switch. That's for everything. That's for everything oh. that's successful. So that, that's a no. That's all. You don't know anything, as usual. <laughs> Why did I even pick being educated? Yeah, it's really not paying off, is it? All right. Well, did you go to a liberal arts school, Doug? You should have gone to a STEM field. Can I burn that picture with my torch? I'm it's a, it's a, it it, It's a stone relief. It would oh. take a long time to burn. You could chip at it. Why don't you chip away at it while we uh, investigate further? I'll char it. While uh, you so, it are there any missing pieces on the relief? Not on the relief, no. Wait, is this a dead end? This is a dead end. Well, so I over here, this. yeah, what's that? Yeah, over here on this wall, uh, there's a large stone arch. Oh, nice, large stone archway built into the wall itself, and in front of it, there's a pedestal. And on top of that pedestal, there is a indent that looks like it would fit a gear. Oh, 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 oh there! Can you put your statue I in that? My wall? enemy's head in it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, guys! I know what to do with this because luckily I have one cinnamon roll. <laughs> what? <laughs> can, can you, uh... what, what, what do you think you're supposed to do with it now? Nah. Oh, that's all mashed up. You're not getting that out of there. Uh, Mash have uh, Elven statue with gear, and Mash place gear in gear to form. You see, gears interlinked <sighs> with each does, other. Does Mash, does Mash face it in clockwise or counterclockwise? Ma what? You know what? I wouldn't have thought that was important, <laughs> but so far in this game, it seems to have mattered. So uh, Mash is going to invest. Actually, Doug, will you do that? Will you yeah. investigate to see which way? I let him know which way the gear goes. Which way does it go? Oh, uh, as as Mash is doing that, I discreetly stand back. So, <laughs> so presumably the gear would go into the gear-shaped hole. Gear, gear first. Does it turn right or left when I turn it? <laughs> so you you insert it into the hole, uh -huh. and it fits nicely. Okay, great. 
I don't there want it this is. to be like a USB thing where I plug it in the wrong way <laughs> the first time. So I'm going to rotate it. You know what? Since you're being cagey about this, I'm just going to say I rotate it to the right. Uh, it doesn't move. <laughs> I leave. <laughs> I go back to the entrance. Someone else can rotate Wait, it. I, I, I have an idea. What is your uh, idea? Tim Jelly walks up to the pedestal and he takes off the statue and he sits down on top of it. What? All right, you are sitting on top of the pedestal. Oh wait, you're sitting on Is the pedestal. Working? I thought you meant sitting on the statue, like you were gonna fuck the statue. Oh. No, I'm sitting on the pedestal. I took, I took, I removed the statue. Faye, just how strong are your buttocks? He's not pretty strong, strong enough buttocks. to move the gear. We can find out. I'm going to roll on it. All right, go ahead and roll. I don't think it's gonna do anything. I don't, uh, Can we say fine. if he rolls a, a D3-6 and he gets at least two sixes, it, it worked? <laughs> I think that's a reasonable... Let's see what he rolls. Uh, <laughs> now it's just stuck in his butthole. <laughs> yeah, your butt hurts. I kind of want to touch this thing less, but I also want to get out of this room. So I'm going back over, and I'm going to politely shove... Uh, <laughs> Kim, Kim Jong out of the way and I'm going to put this uh, statue back on and I will rotate it to the left. By the way, uh, Faye, um, I'm not looking at that. Sorry. So, Mash, you turned the statue left? Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, it doesn't move. Okay, so we need to do more. Uh, Tree, what are your ideas? You're wise. Um, Build a cabinet around it? <laughs> So I go to where that mysterious ring is. Oh, I look over there. (laughs) (laughs) Is there something over here? There is, in fact, a a rather large mirror on this wall. Oh, mirror, mirror on the wall. Perhaps, is there light in the room? No, I'm aside from your torches. Balsa breaks the mirror. Yep. (laughs) Okay. All right, Balsa, you you go to punch the mirror, and when you hit it, Instead of breaking it, it actually ripples as though it's water. Balsa runs through the mirror. <laughs> All right. There goes Balsa. Does anyone well, follow him? Uh, Mash will follow into the mirror. Uh, that's good friends. Well, Faye, I guess. Let's go. I think he's recovering from the uh, statue in the ass. <laughs> the statue was never in my ass. I was just sitting around the pedestal. Maybe he's sabering it. All right. We all went through the mirror. All right, you run through the mirror, and then everything goes black. Oh. And then... (laughs) The end. Well, what is that? And on the other side, you emerge... Oh, in a... In a rather pleasant little room. A Chick-fil-A. It's a kitchen. Yeah. Just a room like a chick's room. Looks like a bed. Oh, that is a bed. That is a bed. So, you emerge here from the mirror, and it looks like there's a rather nice-looking post-bed with a feather mattress... And there's a table against the far wall, and it's covered with a nice spread of meats and not fine-looking cheeses and roasted vegetables. It's actually a fairly nice room. It's light. Okay, it's airy. don't eat anything. Yeah, Kim Jelly thinks this all looks pretty suspicious. Um, I I roll on the um, on the spread to see if it looks okay. The bed, the spread. The the meats and the That's food and all that shit. Oh oh oh, the food. Yes yes. Yeah. Uh, it all looks pretty good. 
I rolled a five. Yeah, yeah. This, there's some chicken. There's some some mutton. This doesn't a... look wrong, but I would... <laughs> he, he, he wants to know if it's if it's if it's food that won't kill us. Yeah, exactly. Looks looks fine to you. I'm on a carbohydrate. Well, as a doctor, diet, so... I would say that it looks fine. Yes. Your doctor's opinion. Is a tree. Yeah. Balsa eats it. Oh, and I'm in. I'm in here too. I drew myself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I wouldn't have there done it had I known that. Okay, yeah, so I just gotta keep moving, you guys. Did we come in through here? Mm-hmm. Yes, you came in through the mirror. What There's the bed right here. That is a rather large velour curtain. Friends, okay, Mash I go, believes. I go the uh, Mash believes that this is a puzzle. And uh, Mash first pulls the... Yeah, yeah, I help Lucio pull the curtain open. Balsa exclaims he hates escape rooms. (laughs) 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 All right. As you you approach the curtain, you hear a girlish giggle come from behind it. It's it's the Duke's daughter. Hey, little one. Come on out. Out from behind the curtain steps a chubby, kind of pouty-looking, not all that great-looking teenage girl. Uh, Mash well, okay. asks, are you the Duke's daughter? <laughs> Indeed I am. Didn't think you'd ever figure out the mirror. Uh, well, we didn't, didn't. We just kind of punched him. That's how we solve a lot of our issues. Well, I are thought that re- was the funniest. But we uh, should really get out of here. Mash picks up the Duke's daughter. <laughs> All right. As you go to, as you move towards her, you hear another voice come from behind the curtain. It says, oh, no, 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 no. Not like that. And from behind the curtain steps a nine-foot-tall werewolf. Oh, my. So are you a werewolf or a pedo? Is, is, he, <laughs> uh, is he in werewolf form or is he in human form? Because there's No, no he's, in, he's in werewolf form. He's nine-foot form. tall if he's a werewolf form. <laughs> oh, well, you know. He could be a really tall guy. <laughs> he could be deadlift shrimp. Hold it. So Shaquille O'Neal steps from behind the curtain. <laughs> Before you do anything, let me explain. Let me explain. I attack the werewolf. <laughs> no, really? We must give him a chance. Okay, all right, all right. I'll allow the werewolf to speak his mind. Uh, I didn't think anyone would find us here, but looks like... Really? Wasn't hmm? that hard? <laughs> They're in love. <laughs> Are you uh, in love? He, uh, hmm? he sits down on his haunches. All right, let me start from the beginning now. My name is Gura. And, uh, as it seems you've surmised, yes, I ran away with the Duke's daughter. Oh, Gura. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> That's what it has to get to the point. How much money is it going to take for us to walk away? Give us money. Yeah. How... <laughs> hold on now, hold on. I think, uh, I think we can figure out something here. So, you have to understand, I'm, I wasn't always a werewolf. This is not my natural form, but my sister, she put a curse on me and confined me to this... This wretched sight that you see uh, before you. Are you saying you. that Bear Man here is some sort of monster? Oh, no. That sounds monster. very offensive to his kind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no offense intended. I just, I'm, I'm a human by nature. I, this is not my true form, but. Ooh, he was human. But all the same, my dear Sosa, she's, she's taking a liking to me all the same. And Sosa sidles up next to him and puts a little arm around his great big werewolf bicep. Okay. So, I presume you're here to, to take Sosa back to her father, but but may I, may I propose another option? Yes. Oh God, yes. 
You see, she and I want to run away together. We want to elope and be happy. But so long as I am in this werewolf shape, there's nowhere we can go except for ruins like this one. So I need your help. I uh, take it some of you might be magicians, wizards, mages. Uh, no, that guy's in my nope. cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can read magic, but that's about it. Ah, that's, that, that will be enough. That will be enough. You see, I've spent some time on this subject, and I think I've figured a way to break my sister's curse, but it requires somebody who can read scrolls. Now, okay. if you would be so kind as to help me, I think we can do this. In exchange, I'd be willing to give you my life savings. It's not much, but it would, I'd be glad to have her, for you to have it if it meant that we could be free and together. What Is do you say? the same amount of money as the Duke's life savings? Because... Kim Jellies has been uh, passed out on the bed all this time. He he he, he snarls and wakes up and he says, "I'm not doing anything if it doesn't get me drunk." Okay. The werewolf points to the table. table? There's there, okay. there is a there is a pitcher of wine if you like. I mean, just, I just help yourself anyway. He's not gonna. Okay, to okay. Let, 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 huddle time, theme. Okay, uh, let's come back over here. We'll be right back. Hey, Mash wants to know. Mash wants to know what they were doing. I, I, I why drag, they were already behind the I curtain. I dragged Jay to the Jay's lifeless corpse to the. Uh, they were hiding from you. What? <laughs> um. All right, guys. So, do we like help him or what? I would have saved her if she was hot, but she's not. Uh, so it sounds to me. It it sounds to me that. Uh, these guys only have the one pitcher of wine. A duke is bound to have more. Not an unfair argument. That is a good point, but also this is a werewolf, and he would say no. He's probably gonna try to kill us. Small thing: if the quest continues based around the werewolf, we'll probably have to fight multiple enemies. But right now, we would just have to fight a werewolf, and that's pretty easy, as has been proven. <laughs> by the combat of tiny uh, dungeon but reading the that scroll is... and if we make him if we have the scroll do we have the scroll do we no, have the scroll yet. oh you didn't give it to us yet is it no, on the table this bitch let's end this no. adventure do you have the do you have the scroll werewolf i, I have it here in the room yes oh. oh let's read the scroll all right i can read your scroll okay okay very good i i can't tell you how much i appreciate this because uh, the next part here is a little uh this isn't a common, ordinary curse, you know. Once, they, as they say, once a curse spoken in haste, it's a devil in breaking it. So you see, the uh, heard that. there's a, hmm? it's a it's there's a one way to go, Northern expression. There's one caveat to breaking the spell, and he he picks up a rug off the floor and reveals a a bunch of uh, thaumaturgical drawings etched in chalk. So in order to break the spell, one must uh, have the sacrifice of a true love. Now, my dear Souza here has agreed, but in order to break part of the breaking of the curse, I'll need one of you to chop off her hand. Oh, I volunteer. Um, Let's help this guy. <laughs> I volunteer. I am, as you know, a doctor, so yeah. I can do it, but I can read the scroll. But I, I have a katana. I'm not convinced that Kim is going to do a good job. <laughs> I like it. Let's go with it. <laughs> I think it's a perfect person for this. But you know what? Whatever. It, uh, all right. So, do so, we have any kind of like waiver or? 
So, okay, um, Kim, I want you to uh, make your blade really, really hot so you cut her as a wound as soon as you cut her. That's a good idea. You can deal with all that yourself, Goblin. I just do the cutting. You do the magic part. All right. All right. Mash, that, mash does the tree still have his torch? But, torch? but, however, I will give, I, since I am a gentleman, I will hand the young lady my skin flask full of ale. Oh, wow. She, she waves her hand at it and says, I don't need it. I want to do this. No, trust me, you need a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna hurt. She crosses her arms and shakes her head. She's chubby. Maybe I'll all right. Your funeral. Food. Jesus, more fucking... for me. No, 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 no. Wait, before that, uh, Faye, may I have your sword for a second? Oh, fine. I take it. Does the tree still have the torch? Yes, he does. Yes. Okay, I put it on the torch until it is red hot. Okay. And then I get. Now you might cut it. All right. All right. So, and then Guru steps forward. So, if I've understood the ritual pr- correctly, I'll sit here in this circle, and then my darling will put her her hand or her foot. In this case, we've decided the hand is the best way to go. Put it here in this circle, and he points to the circle at the other side of the room. Now, once the hand has been cut, that will activate the spell, and I'll need you to read this scroll. And he. Reaches under the bed and pulls out a, a scroll case. Who amongst you can do that for me? Uh, Mash yep. has a Mash has a quick interjection, not to deviate. Mash would like to mention that he knew a guy named uh, named Donnie Pegleg, and Donnie <laughs> only had one leg. So, and Donnie actually got by pretty well. It's it's almost universally better to have two hands uh, and one foot than it would be to have just just something to think about. But um, she could get a hook. You know, dog, it would be very good if you were insightful about this ritual right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, can you can we have can we have Balsa check to see whether or not it would be better to to chop off the foot? No, I'm talking about to check if this is gonna be like something where it summons a demon or something. Yeah, this is trap. No, this is legit. So, oh my god, so, Lucio, Lucio, or, uh, sorry, Nick. When you read the scroll, you'll be able to tell what it does. Okay, so time me the scrolls. All right, so so Guru after after Mash's advice, Guru and Soza exchange a severe look, and she takes her hand out of the circle and then puts her left foot into it. Oh, good. <laughs> Does she shake it all about? <laughs> no, she's not so sure if he's happy yet. All right, I think you're gonna like this more. You're gonna love your new peg leg. It's really, that just is a true. Foot. Are you anyway. people done? Can we get to the cutting? Can I get the scroll? Yes. Can I examine the scroll, or does it just trigger it when I read it? Mm. No, you can. So you'll have to you'll have to say an incantation to uh, to trigger it. So here, I'm gonna let you read that, and while you read that, I'm can I read it. the scroll before I like Mash incantate it? Match yep. what it does. Has no thoughts for a moment. All right. Can you uh, can you see that uh, next the the black thingy? Yeah, the the in the chat, the private whisper. Yeah. Okay. So read this and chew on that for a moment. In the meat. <laughs> All right. So someone is a ninja. <laughs> I'm just prepping my sword. Okay. I'm ready to go with swinging. All right. So well, uh, well, Nick's reading the scroll. Um, Gura goes and he sits in the circle and he, he kneels down 
nods his head and says, I know this is unusual, but I can't tell you how much we appreciate this. This is our one chance of being happy. Um, sure. <laughs> Balsa looks incredulous considering he's dating a chubby woman. <laughs> very good, very good. So what are your life savings again? Hmm? Uh, they're, uh... What? Let's let's get this this over with, and you can have the the gold. I the fucking sword is getting cold. <laughs> All right, just fucking do it. All right, are we ready to begin the ritual? Yes, I'm Dear ready. God, yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sosa can't quite bring herself to look, but she uh, she turns her head away and says, "All right, do it." Kim Jelly gets his focus. He readies his sword. Little green man. I'm ready. And with one swift chop, that wood is gone. Well, roll Soul run mood hamat. Ah, okay. So as uh, as the foot comes off, the sword goes right through it. So is that to her credit? Doesn't scream, although she bites her lips so hard that blood starts to run down her cheek. And then a magical ether starts to emanate from the root, the uh, the symbols. And then uh, Nyx says the spell, and the circle lights up with bright green energy. And he starts to twist and turn, and he kind of lets out a primordial bestial yell. And he kind of sucks into himself, almost like someone pulled a balloon in through itself. Balsa says, "Oh damn!" A uh, match had one of his. Uh, match had one of his uh, blackouts that he gets every now and then. Did it work? <laughs> Did the spell work? Uh, it's working right now. Oh great! All right, match watches. All right. So he, he pulls into himself, and the energy dissipates. And sitting where the wolf once sat is a man. Kind of an ugly man. Ooh, He's got a smashed face now. and a unibrow. <laughs> I mean, well, my work here is done. Stands was, this up. Worth, was this worth a foot? I guess. I mean, I'm a goblin, so I can't say much, but still. So Soza looks at her uh, at her beloved in his true form and tilts her head and says, Yeah, that'll do. I think I liked him as a wolf better, but this'll do. Uh, Mash uh, knocks the table over and <laughs> Wait, you, what? <laughs> uh, pulls one of, the, one of the legs off. Um... <laughs> to help <laughs> okay so i go to uh to the girl and so was the wound colorized by the, mm, the heat or not well but yes all right try to tend to it as best i can all right roll and, a, and, a 2d6 and while all this goes on nope. jim, jim yeah, jelly well. sits back up his katana and he helps himself to the wine that's been spilled on the floor by the beer <laughs> okay all right. So the two lovers embrace. And after a moment, they look to you and Gura says, I I don't know what to say. Thank you. Thank How about you here's soul. your money? Hmm? How about here's your money? Yeah. Of, of course, of course. <laughs> he, uh, he goes to the bed and he reaches under. And that's when from behind you, you hear, uh, you hear someone say, Oh, I'm not so fast. And through the oh, mirror. Oh, God, is that asshole. Yep. Steps. Olog pips 
and his cronies. I knew he was an asshole. <laughs> hey, Olaf, how I are you? I would like to take a second to interject here and say I was more than willing to bring the Duke's little boy back here. But these idiots wanted to go ahead and offered me the chance to cut off a foot, so I went with them. But seeing as how you're an asshole, I will willfully cut off your head, good sir. What the hell is he talking about? Well, uh, well, before we do anything, I just want to say that my offer to help you heal that haircut still stands. <laughs> uh, I should have known it was you. Well, <laughs> like how you turned him back to the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> anyhow. Well, the is the mirror here? Hmm? Or is it uh, here? This is the mirror. That's okay. the mirror. This <laughs> <laughs> is that, uh, uh, the Duke's daughter. <laughs> Elsa. What was her name? That's the Duke's daughter, Soza. Elsa. You're just hearing what you want to hear at this point. <laughs> Look, man, Kaiser Sosa here is bleeding out and she needs a back leg. So we can do this or yeah, did, we can did, just get her help. Oh, I ask Ulfric Ogarsh. I asked him. <laughs> Oleg. Oleg. Oh, Oleg. <laughs> uh, Mash asks Oleg if he has a peg leg with him. I think we should just kill Oleg. Hold on, he just got oh, here. It's gonna, it's gonna lead to that. Oh no, he's got a morning star. We don't want to mess with this guy. <laughs> I ask Oleg, is there any way to avoid combat? Avoid combat? Yeah. Can can we well, can you... we talk this out? He's talking like he hasn't even decided to fight us yet. But uh, yeah, I've I've already threatened him though. Yeah, well, you're <laughs> drunk and he knows that and he can see I'm it. All right, all right, all right. Listen, listen. Give me the girl. We walk out of here, no problem. She does need medical attention. Do it. Australia, I am. Hey, oh, if how, you much, give... how much gold is it worth hey, for we, us? We already got the gold from the guy. Wait, how We're much, good. How much did he well, give we're going to get more gold. We didn't see how much it was. Yeah, we didn't get any gold. We'll hmm? take it now. Yeah, we didn't get anything yet. I tell I tell Olfred to hang on because um, <laughs> we want to check how much gold there is. So is he is he willing to wait just a second? Boy, be quick about it. Okay, all right. Now let's go back to the it's other guy. Hey, so guy. How much gold? <laughs> what? Well, that's not. That's not. <laughs> hey, the bear pees. Hey, <laughs> ten feet Watch away, Norris. Right. I I think this needs some clarity since since people are supposedly still listening to this. Right, they can't they can't see it, but I walked across the screen. That's what happened. <laughs> There are, uh, Oleg is coming to the room looking pretty dashing as a knight with this little icon here. And, yeah, and, it looks kind of like Thor, actually. Oh, I thought those and, three guys were Oleg. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, he has three guys. Those guys those in the, yeah, he's, he's, got a three, he's got three cronies that have shields and morning stars and, and look pretty tough. And uh, there's a cow in this room along with uh, Balsa, Kim Jelly... Uh, the little green man and Mash, and in the corner over here is uh, the big daughter bleeding, and her boyfriend, the ugly werewolf. He's undrawn at present, but maybe he will appear later. So Mash asks the boyfriend. There he is. He's showing up. Uh, <laughs> Pretty Mash, horrifying. Mash asks the boyfriend how much money he has. He looks more like a. Hmm? Yeah. Okay. I'm, that's a person. He got. He got there. Yeah. So he uh, he discreetly opens up his little lockbox, and he has what looks to be maybe twenty gold pieces. That's pretty good. Please uh, split among four. Just hold them off. That's like ten if we gold can escape, each. 
It's all yours. Wait, what? <laughs> He's drunk. He has no math. Yeah. Um, if you if you can just hold them off while we can escape, then then I'll give. It's all yours. You can take it. Um, so I, uh, uh, Kim Jelly would like to point out that if we hand over the girl to them right now, this quest will have been for nothing, and we get nothing. No, we get twenty gold. Oh, no, because we have to get them out. Over. That's we, true. Alfred, Alfred uh, Storm Man will will get the reward, not us. Who's easier to kill, those four guys or this this ugly fuck? I I wanted to kill them to begin with. It's not we, my fault we're in this scenario. Mash have idea. We fear they are assholes. Mash have crazy idea. If we kill the Duke's daughter, there's nothing to fight over. Listen, I like it anymore. Everyone, everyone can just go their separate ways. Uh, 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 Kim Jong is I'm having. I'm pretty a, sure uh, her brother will try to get revenge. She already doesn't have a foot. She's practically Kim, useless Kim, in these Kim. times. And and do you know what the infection rate probably is? It's got to be astronomical. They basically I, I, these people live in shit. Wait, can you <laughs> cut his foot off and do a reverse incantation and turn? Her are, into are you a saying that for all these people? Yeah. <laughs> Kim Jelly is uh, quickly sobering up in this situation, realizing how serious it is. Okay. And <laughs> thinks that we should go the mile now, since we put up with all this shit already, and get the two out of here. Yeah. You know what? Let's just fight these guys. I, I bought to kill him just because I don't like his haircut. Yeah. All right. I'm into that. All right. Well, so we're going to have a battle? I'm trying to move this bear out of the way. Let's roll for initiative. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Here we go. Roll right. for initiative. What do you do? You roll two or three? Can we sucker punch them? Two, day, two D six. No, they're they're pretty ready for you to make a move. Here's uh here's mine. And oh, Lucio got one in there too. Uh, and here's Doug's. <laughs> Doug. Oh, a five. J six. Nice, nice. Hey, look at me. I'm going first probably. So, wait, Lucio, what did you roll? You got. Six. Lucio rolled a six. six. Okay. All right. Hard so uh, Jay and Lucio, you re-rolled because you got matching numbers. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Come on, ten. Five. Wait. Now do Jay and I re-roll? Hmm. We both. Uh, no, because they're just contending for that one particular spot. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Oh, gotcha. Sure. before Jay, I do, you go first. Then Lucio, then Doug, and then let's roll for. Oleg. So he also got an eight, so he'll go after Jared. Eighteen. And then for Gura. Also got a six, so he will go last. Okay. Alright, so you're uh you made it clear you're going to have a fight. So uh yeah, I guess let's fight. Mm. Mash, you go first. Here comes Mash. Get ready. Uh, I'm right here. So I'll, yeah. I move to the closest guy because I also kind of want to put myself between Werewolf Man and uh, the, the Duke's daughter. Um, and I, I don't know if that matters, but it's what I, I mean, did. You could try to protect your healer, but sure. But, <laughs> I mean, you're not completely defenseless, so you'll be okay. Uh, All right, so that's a hit. That's a hit, so you- baby. You charge up to the man and you hit him with the flail, and you hear his uh, you hear his shoulder bone break, and he topples over dead. Oh wow! Holy shit, bear! Has some pretty shitty cronies. <laughs> yeah, he that guy's done for. 
Yep, he is dead. All right, see you, see you later, bro. All right. So then <laughs> the Steve. men turn to the bear man who just killed their friend, and they swarm. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Don't worry, they can only hit you one at a time. Yeah, I can take a lot of hits. They can each hit me uh, once, and I'll be fine. That is a hit. So they, right. uh, one of the cronies hump, runs up, and he hits you with his mace. Okay. And... The other one hits you with his mace. Oh, Mash has a kind heart. He'll die for what he believes in. That's nice. That's oh, not like you guys believed in very much a moment ago. And then Oleg runs up with his broadsword, and he takes a good chunk out of you as well. They're beating okay. the crap out of you. That's a sense. With a one. Yep. All right. Uh, Kim, it is your turn. Uh, it's, it's my turn. All right. So yes. I move here where uh, Oleg and his stupid little crony are, and I take a swing at the crony. All right. That is uh, a 2d6. Yes. Uh, no, wait, 3d6, because you're 2D6. using your master weapon. Here it comes. There it is. Ooh, and I hit. That is a hit. So you cut his guts open, and he they all pour out, and he dies as well. Which means cleave activates. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, get some cleave action. All right. Now that's 1d6. Get that cleavage going, baby. <laughs> It's funny because it's boobs. Ah, and it misses. All right. But I bravely swing at Oleg with my yep. extra move. He he knocks the the attack back with his shield, but you got him on you got him on the ropes. All right. <laughs> now it is. Don't worry, Faye. You're gonna get to cut another of uh, the Duke's son's limbs today. Well, these these are these aren't his sons. These are just his house knights. Oh, I thought Oleg's for his son. No, no. He represented the house. Oh, yes. Ah, all right. Yeah, you, you, sh- you, sh- you shouldn't take Kim's drunken ramblings to heart. <laughs> all right, Nick, you're up. All right, let's shoot an oglyph. Okay. See it. Oh, That's my a hit. God. Oh, damn. All right. Damn. You get him in the side with one of your bolts, and he yells in pain, but he's still standing. Wait, you didn't kill the... You... The other guy can just die. Hmm? If you hit, if you hit the yeah, other he, guy, well, he, he already dies, aimed at And I don't take two damage next turn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll heal you. Why is this stuck and rolling though? I, I, I think you'll huh? survive. I think Mash will survive. It's oh. a roll three d six. Yeah, no, oh roll. Oops. Now you're whispering. Yeah, uh, slash. The, you need the slash. Ah. Uh, Sorry, we've we just go. been doing six, six, six. Oh Come my on, man. god, the number of the beast. And how is that? beast? <laughs> Critical. All right, you hit Oleg with another crossbow, crossbow bolt, but he's still up and fighting. Oh, you've been hit by the 666. Come yep. on, man. I, I got the number of the bees. That has to be one extra damage at least. No, not in this game. He gets Balsa, you're up. Zero one damage. <laughs> which is statistically insignificant. We, we should be happy. These guys just have like one HP apiece, and Oleg is like the only real threat here. All of a sudden, a second bear materializes <laughs> from thin air. Oh, Balsa Wood, it's your turn. Yeah, it is Balsa Wood's turn. Uh, Balsa's close to Oleg, um, so I don't have to move. So I just attack this bitch twice. Here it comes. All right. All aboard. There's one. Whew. Oh, That's a hit. The second one is not a hit. That is a miss. All right, you, you jab him once with the rapier. He's he's not looking good. He's bleeding quite a bit, but he is still fighting. All right. Next, it is Gura's turn, who... I shouldn't have made out of so many individual items because it makes him hard. <laughs> All right, this, this, this cube is now Gura. He runs across the bed and 
His belly <laughs> runs across the bed. <laughs> Unfamiliar with his uh, with his old human body, he makes a not impressive attack and misses. Oh, just, uh, just Guru, just stay. You gave up your just, just, just stay with your woman. Stay out the way. <laughs> you gave up your, your foot for this work. guy. I'm just pointing. All right, it out. Nash, you're up. Mm. I'm gonna go ahead and hit that uh, one guy who's left because uh, I feel like. That's the more prudent move. Yes, sure. it is. So <laughs> there it is. That's a miss. So it is a miss. I guess he's gonna wail on me. No, you, you, you get another though, right? Yeah, two turns or two yeah. two attacks. Yeah, two. Sorry, I thought rotating was one. Uh, still a miss. No. Uh, that was no good. No good. That's all right. All right. All right. All right. Now they start attacking. Um, let's see. The crony will attack the bear. Or another hit. Oh, man. Wait, I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it either. Yeah, it didn't come through. Oh, it's lagging. I accept your claim, but... Oh, there it is. Okay, yeah, I got hit. Okay, okay. All right. And next, Oleg will attack... You know what? He's going to attack the elf. Ooh, change it up a little bit. Uh, but he misses as well. Not, a, not an elite fighting force you're dealing with here. No, it seemed not. All right, Kim, you're up. All right. I'm uh, I'm I'm sorry, Bear, but I'm just going to focus on Oleg here. He seems to be the greater threat. Yeah, that's fine. Go ahead. They're just fighting me. That's a hit. All right, Kim, you rear back with your sword, and you drive it right through Oleg, gutting him alive briefly. Ah, uh, now he's dead. Yeah, I was going to say. I wanted to I wanted to cut him in half and do a cool anime pose. All right, sure, you cut him in half. We'll All right, for the anime pose. Okay, I'm rolling for the anime pose. Um, <laughs> With an advantage, and you still missed it. So I think you fall over while spinning your sword. Yeah, you actually you Wait, poop a little while trying to do with, the pose. With a, with a giant teardrop on the back of my head. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. Since I since it killed, no, I can't I can't touch the other guy from this distance. Oh well. Yeah, you'd have to you'd have to move. Can we ask the uh, if he really wants to? What about die the bow though? What about the mm. bow, though? Yeah, let's 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 see if we can convince this other guy to run away. Okay. Uh, I was gonna I was gonna ask since I have the bow, how does the bow synergize with cleave? Uh, it wouldn't. <laughs> well, actually, you know what? I changed my mind. I can't allow him to leave because he'll tell the duke about what happened here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, uh, Nix, it is your turn. All right, let's shoot this guy. All right. <laughs> He's dead either way. Let's see it. Yep. Show me some magic. Nope. Mm. Nix. Come on. There oh, it there is. We there Drop. we go. All right. Now thoroughly outnumbered, you walk past the bear under the bear's legs. You take your crossbow, point it right in his face, and you execute him. <laughs> Damn. Merciless. Okay then. Right in the head. All right. That's just the end remember, of that I'm chapter. a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't think you should have been a doctor. <laughs> Four men I'm, murdered. I'm pretty much better at killing than I am at healing. <laughs> All right. I go to check on the Duke's daughter. Uh, she's, I mean, missing a leg, but other than that, she's she's fine. I Excellent. check all legs. That only did one one hit point, so you know. What's that? I check all legs belongings. Oh, um, honestly. <laughs> 
On their person, they have, you know, their weapons, um, maybe between the four of them, three pieces of gold. I pocket them. All right. Wait, 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 whoa. That's everybody. Well, you don't know, you don't know, you don't know they had three pieces of gold. I, I, I got the killing blow on Oleg now. He's a shifty goblin, you know, that's what he does. <laughs> you know true. what? Balls yeah. goes over to Guru and say, pay up, bitch. How much DKP does everyone have? DKP? Isn't that the thing? Yeah, in, in guilds, dragon kill points. Yeah, how many dragon kill points do we have? That'll determine who gets what loot. Uh, none at the moment. Yeah, well. Jotan is empty, but he's dead. You know what? Fine. I'm letting, I'm letting Lucio have the three gold because as a bear, I don't need money. I do heal him, though. Except to buy some oh, What a guy. So Gura shoves the chest into your hands and says, Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you've saved us. Thank you. Yeah. All right. I mean, see you around. A lot of people died. Today. Yeah, see you later. Okay. Uh, so, Catch you, know, you, know, you next time. Uh, hey, uh, wait. I want to ask, uh, what's his name? Guru? Gura. Yeah. I asked, Mash asked Gura, Hey, does this statue do anything? <laughs> And I show uh, I don't think, statue. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Okay. Um, all right. Thank you. So you know what we need to do, right, Thank you. Uh, Bearman? Yeah, what? We need to go and get our money back. I'm going to break it off in the thing so no one else can use it. Oh, I thought we were going to break it off on the merchants that sold us ass. He cost you five gold, man. Yeah, well, you know, you went Seven to gold. some. Buyers beware. Mash has no need for money. It was odd that I he have had money to money. begin with. So, so now that now that Kim's sober, he loudly complains that he needs to be drunk again and that they should leave this dungeon. So while you're doing that, oops, let me take the bear. The bear. Gura and Soza go and they open the curtain, and it leads into the forest, almost as though by a magical portal, and they leave. How does this? Bumpkin have access to a magical portal. He used to be a werewolf. Can we go magical things? Portal? Yes. It feels kind of weird following them. <laughs> but it's also, also Basswood rushes through the portal. It's also faster. You, than you want through. to walk back through all those cursed uh, corpses and traps? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Is it's kind of <laughs> like it's like the end of a Skyrim dungeon where it's just better if like the exit is right there. Yep. So. So you leave through the portal. Yes. Yep. You turn around after you've stepped out, and it's gone. You're out in the woods, although not too far from where you started. Uh, all right, I look around. Mm-hmm. Well, so you're should just, we divide the loot? You're a, ways, you're a ways away from the camp, but that is the story of the lady and the werewolf. Okay. And the, and the four brave adventurers who saved them from... <laughs> I check from nearby that. to make sure there's not more loot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> give me a give me a roll. All right, let's see. Uh oh, wait. I don't want to roll three of them. Hey, there's more loot. You confirm that there is no more loot. Oh god. <laughs> Balsa Basswood rolls for uh, ending end credits. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's a two. No credits. He rolls again. No, no, no end credits. The adventure still continues. So until next time. To be continued? Yeah. Question to be mark. Continued. Yes. To be continued. <laughs> And in, in, in the Japanese characters, because there's a samurai here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll throw that in the, uh, I'll throw that in the header. <laughs>
How do you write to be continued in kanji? What could they do you? Oh. It's like the two fast forward buttons. Continue, you have on your VCR. Continue uh, next week. Not next week, <laughs> probably. Much uh, happy to wait. continue, please. Uh, to be continued. Michael, will you tell me if this is right? I'm going to have it say it. Asubire. Sure. Oh, wait, that's French. H I J. Where is Japan? There it is. Javanese. <laughs> Not Javanese. <laughs> I didn't know Javanese was a language. All right, here we go. Ready? Listen to this. Oh, wait, you're not going to be able to hear it. Wait, how will I say it? Suzuki. (laughs) Yes. Suzuki. Wait, she said it. Hold on. Be quiet. Wait. I can't hear shit. Yeah, I can't hear that either. Suzuki. It's because I turned down the sound in Chrome. Oh, it's Suzuki. It's Suzuku. 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 Anyhow, (laughs) we have reached the end of tonight's game. The end. Yay. We won. Uh, you did. We did it. You thoroughly won. I will <laughs> probably uh, make some adjustments to these rules. It's, yeah, it's I agree. Especially simple. the combat portion. It's most, like, why? Why is everything one? It's like I want. You know, I, I actually think I actually think mostly just not being able to heal between battles would probably make it a little more tense. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. just because yeah. you go right back up to nine points, there's never a scenario where you're in any real like danger. Hey, that's just because I'm here. So like I'd probably I mean, cut everybody's health in like half or something. I was gonna say I, I could have put you uh, against a couple of things that would have made it more difficult. But yeah, for yeah, the yeah. In, in, initial introduction, it was supposed to be kind of easy. But I, I will so, agree, especially because we have the two toughest races in the party. Like it would take a long time to chip away all that damage. But yeah, the two toughest races in the party, and. You have two really good killers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's the thing too is like any any kind of like uh, wipe, uh, party wipe would would just take so long. What are these? You put like the yen symbol in here. This can't be to be continued. Oh, I just I switched to Japanese, but then I typed on my Western keyboard to be continued and just sent what what it wrote. Oh, so is that the bottom line or what's the mm-hmm. top no, line? The, the bottom line is to be continued. That's Suzuki. But uh. on top it's. We, we, we should just said I see. We should just said a see a space cowboy. Can you believe that there are no pictures of um of black samurai elves? Yes, I can. As you know what I am incredulous. <laughs> Somehow I believe. Yes, it. I can. <laughs> so that was Tiny Dungeon, and that was our adventure for tonight. Um. <laughs> So, so did again, you make this adventure yourself, Michael? Yeah, yes. This is a Michael McCoy original. That's why the names are yep. so awful. But, but, <laughs> no, no, I, the... I was saying because like uh, I thought it was a module until the horrific death. <laughs> but with with, with the uh, no, this is all original. I want to say that with the exception of uh, boss of killing the prostitute, you guys are a lot more moralistic than I would have taken you for. Hey, I, I, no, I, I was I was actually gonna get the money, kill him, and then go back to the duke. But then this asshole showed up, and I wanted to kill him. Well, I just wanted to turn her back over to the duke and kill the werewolf. I liked my plan to kill her. I think that was the best plan. And it well, along those lines, by the way, I could have read the uh, the scroll backwards and kill the werewolf. Whoa! I, didn't I was like, that. Point. So I, I ran this with some guys at work, and they definitely read the scroll backwards. In fact, the guy who could read the scroll didn't even <laughs> consult the group before reading it backwards. Wow. <laughs> so what happened? Uh, his skeleton, basically he turns inside out and launches his skeleton across the room. Oh, great. <laughs> oh. So things went much better for our group then. 
I mean, much yeah, you did a much nicer thing. And she lost her foot, which is, as I pointed out earlier, better. She's dead anyway. No, she's yeah, not. the first group cut off her hand. She's definitely not. She's just got a little limp. No, she's dead. Little, little limp. <laughs> All right, well. I'm, I'm, I'm curious as to if your first group had a uh, black elf samurai in it. Uh, two. Cool. Did it have a You were black the whole time? Bunman? I would have treated you differently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kim Jelly, you didn't get that? I would have treated you much better. I would have uh, put uh, you in I, college I, I, before other people. Boss it's not like it's not like a name Christ. exactly hit it. Kim Jelly, Kim Jelly. Uh, I no? thought it, I thought no, I thought no idea. What are you talking about? It was a joke about? on Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly. Yeah. Who's that? <laughs> you don't know who Jim Kelly is. You gotta be kidding. I know you know who Jim Kelly is. Jesus oh. Christ, Michael. Do I, I have to Google so. everything for you? <laughs> I, can, I can Google it. He's the owner of I, Jimmy I, John's. I know that you know who that is. Very famously. He's a former American football quarterback who played in the National <laughs> Football League for 11 seasons and spent the entirety oh, yeah. of his NFL career with the Buffalo Bills. He was the, he was the, uh, he was the black guy in Enter the Dragon. Oh. And that's all he's known for. Oh, Ooh. yeah. He was that, too. Oh, okay, because I was going to say, this football Jim Kelly does not appear to be a black guy. I mean, he's not black, but he's blackish. Is he? I don't think he's black. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think he's even a little black? I, I mean, if he is, it's great. Black people. <laughs> he's got, he's got, no, that's Native Americans. He hates Native Americans. He's a little. Oh, yeah. Enter the dragon. I don't think he'd be okay with a black guy moving in his neighborhood. He's a little racially yeah. ambiguous when the light hits him just right. <laughs> Maybe just right. Just when it hits him just right. All right. Well, uh, All right. anyhow, I think that we really, uh, you know, I don't want to I don't want to speak for anybody. But I think that, uh, and I don't want to sound arrogant, but that was definitely the greatest game of Tiny Dungeon that anyone ever played uh, yeah, in the different. history of man and from the invention of the game. Uh, oh, hey, check this out. I found one. You found one what? I found samurai. a black elf samurai. A black elf samurai. Are you on, like, DeviantArt? Because I no, actually I feel just like you not have to go that Google far. Images. I, feel I like just found right it uh, a... I just entered Elf Samurai, and he was like in the uh, the fourth and fifth bar. So oh, wow. Jim Kelly's so like are free again. I don't know if you care. Jim Kelly was Black Belt Jones. I had no idea. Whoa! Yeah, he was Black Belt Jones. You didn't know that? Look at all this karate you can do. Was that his name in Enter the Dragon? Uh, it wasn't. Well, not in Enter the Dragon. No. Was but... he in Black Dynamite? No, he was not in Black Dynamite. He uh, passed away before Black Dynamite. Mm-hmm. I'm... Looks like he definitely Think. inspired Black Dynamite a little bit. We're not urban enough to know this. Yeah. All right. Well, I thought it was a, a, a living with a bunch of. Uh... Wait, did that go right? No, yeah, that Jay. Go right. I thought I you were referencing the, the football uh... man. The shack. Sure, sure you thought enough, I was there's a the black movie. samurai elf. Yep. There's the black samurai elf right there. Well, anyhow, that was our adventure for tonight. <laughs> um, if you at home enjoyed what we just did, let us know. I, I think probably format-wise, we have a little bit to work on to make that a little bit more free-flowing and smooth. More compelling, but uh, yeah, but it was fun to do. And it's this this is very much a tutorial one. adventure to kind of show you how the game works and how the the mechanics go. So yeah, so tune back in <laughs> next time when we get into some real crazy shit. Maybe, maybe same bat time, same <laughs> bat channel. Whatever that is. All right. Well, hey, Lucio's uh, Lucio's uh, black samurai elf is a lot sexier. Uh, if you so. enjoyed this podcast today, I think you should go check us out at uh, iTunes, Google Play Music, whatever service you use to consume podcasts. 
Uh, you can go follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're at The Enemy Slime on both of those services. TikTok, Musical.ly. Uh, TikTok, go on TikTok, and Doug's got some dance videos that you can watch. Uh, so hop on there, and um, you'll really like that. And I think with that, uh, we're out.